So how do you and um, Campbell know each other? Uh, we went to high school together. Oh, okay. You go way back then. I know. It's it's all, well. We just had a ten year reunion last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we do go way Freaky back. Freaky deaky. Yeah. Did you have a good time, James? Oh yeah. Too oh, good of a time. Yeah, I was worried about that. <clears throat> I thought he's either going to be totally in control or totally out of control. No, I think I was trying to swing ladies by the end. Did you get loaded? Accidentally. Accidentally. I didn't think you were a big drinker, James. (laughs) Hello, listeners. Hey, guys. We're joined by Campbell White. He's an artist. You can find him at CampbellWhite.com. You can. And now he's drawing live Ninja Turtles. That's how awesome he is. Yeah, look, I'm just waiting for something else. He's pretty Um, clever, isn't he? Now, Steve is an actor, a local actor from Perth. Uh, well, that's where you do your... Thing. Are you from Perth? Kiwi originally. Kiwi originally. From yeah. Auckland. How long ago have you been an expat for? Ooh, long time. Yeah. 20, 25 years? Oh, yeah. yeah. I came to Perth for a holiday to see my brother. Yeah. And at that time, I was right into windsurfing. Oh, and I got stuck with that. I got stuck and met some people. Yeah. And basically, the rest is history. Is it? Is it? Uh, I remember Mark DeFries, and he gets stuck. He, he fell does. in love with windsurfing. And he does out. love windsurfing. We have touched on that, Mark and I. Fell in love with the place. I, I had no intentions of staying here at yeah. all. I came here for a six-month holiday. Yep. To see my brother. Okay. And um, to visit him, and I was going back to New Zealand to open up my hairdressing salon there, and fell in love with Perth basically, and haven't left. And I still, yeah. and I still love it. I love Perth. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. So one of the projects that I do is I, or one of the projects I'm currently doing is drawing an illustration for every single Nintendo Entertainment System game that's, that was ever released. So there's like 800 games. How many have you done so far? Uh, I don't know, actually. Are you past halfway? No. I finish in 2013. I think it's like May ah, okay. 2013. Are you actually doing one day or are you doing like five week oh, business days? Look, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit dodgy at the moment. I'm doing about... That looks like Michelin Man. Shh, quiet you. <laughs> it does look a bit like Michelin Man. He'll get cuter. Um, He's pretty cute. How many... How many I do? Oh, look, I do I do them when I can. So it's not really one a day. I, I, I kind of... I aim to produce one a day. Or publish one a day, rather. You aim. Yeah. Um, so what? what's the process? Do you, like, what, Google the cover and... Yeah, and so then... what happens is there's this, there's this guy in France... This fantastic gentleman in France who um, is a big fan of the work. And when I announced the project... So, initially I was working off the um, the Wikipedia list of um, NES games. The complete list of NES games. Mm-hmm. And um, then this lovely man in France, he um, liked the project so much. And then he created a website that documented... Or kind of laid out in a big chart when each game would be... When I'd be drawing each game. Mm-hmm. Essentially. So, like a big calendar for me. He yeah, didn't do it for me, he did it for himself. Okay. But now, instead of using the Wikipedia article, I use his website, which is just like the best thing ever, which was great because recently 
um, the um, some of the people over on Wikipedia um, changed the layout of the Ness site, uh, the Ness entry. All right, yeah, yeah. But I, I they've added like meta informa- metadata, which means I can't actually sort it in the in the way I was sorting it initially. So now this French guy's got the master list of what I'm working from. So anyway, I look at that, then I go, you know, to check what game I'm drawing, and then I go onto Wikipedia, oh. look up the game, and then I check out some YouTube videos, and lots of games have a strategy wiki page, which is just like, has a shitload more information, and I check out some sprites and so on and so forth, until I get a feel for the game. So it can take a long time, like if I'm not familiar with the game. Uh, so you re- so you research about the game and how what people thought of it and yeah yeah what people know. thought of it. Um, what was Do like, you watch videos of it being yeah, played? Yep, yeah yep, yeah yep. I tend to watch a lot of videos of can it. You find ROMs? Do you ever try with ROMs? Or? Look yeah so it's sort of like a, a pro- it depending on my familiarity with the game. Um, it can be a really short or a lengthy process. Yeah, so, like, yeah. for something like Super Mario Brothers, where I played yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's, it's like just like, boom, yeah. I can do it. I yeah. could probably do, like, a hundred of them and be yeah. confident. But with a game I'm not familiar with, you know, I have to go through that process of figuring out what it is. And then for some game, And I always try to, f- like, um, you know, pick out the most interesting aspect of that game to illustrate. Mm-hmm. Um And, um, you know, for example, there was a Rambo game released and um, in that Rambo game, at the end, you, could, you you wound up, like, kind of casting a spell and turning the bad guy into a um, into a frog. Okay. So, you know, it's like a Rambo game based on the slice clone, <laughs> but you could but turn the bad guy into a frog at the end. With magic. Yeah, which is just, like, the weirdest thing ever. So that's what Inspired I drew. Inspired you your drawing, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's not just a Rambo picture. It's a Rambo picture of that game. Um, yeah. So, you, do you have... Uh, you, you always look for something that you can give the person who's... Uh, other people who are filming the game the, the wink and a nudge kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. so it's it's really fun for them. And they go, oh, shit. Yeah, I remember that. You know, that's what I want. I want people to go, oh, my God. Or, you know, alternatively, perhaps just like the coolest thing you can do in that game. You know, whatever the coolest move is or the mm. funniest event or... Yeah, and then for some games, some games aren't so good and they're kind of boring and weird, so I um, it takes me a long time to figure out what the hell I'm going to draw. So, Campbell, you do a lot of illustration work. Uh, I try to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't so, get paid for a lot of it. <laughs> so, I mean, like, kids' books and... Yeah, that's something I'm, inter- I'm looking at doing my first kids' book... Um, next year hopefully right um so it's got a grant right oh sorry we're not allowed to say that no well i I, hopefully i've got a grant i'll see i've applied for a couple of grants to work on a graphic novel so we'll see i like to think i've got a couple there's two there's two i've applied for so positive thinking yeah you know it might get it might get me i thought on the weekend you were like oh he's got it no 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 um there's there's yeah there's a couple i've applied for but, I um, originally had the first chapter online, and it was amazing. Yeah, I've redrawn that. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? If I get this grant, I'll probably redraw it again. No, I won't. I won't. I'm happy with it. Um, but I'm probably I'm I'm working on a picture book. I'm nutting out a picture book with um, Bryony Stewart, who was on here earlier. Mm. He's just an amazing um, new talent in the picture book or kids book world. Well, a lady I just sent a message to, Campbell, she does illustration and kids' books. Oh, who's this? Um, Jess Holiday. 
And she's, I just told her to have a listen, so hopefully she's listening. We've got any more? How many viewers do we have now? Can you see if Jess We've is listening? We've got three. Is Jess listening? Can I don't know. She, can, she, she has to check into the chat oh, to okay. talk. So this was supposed to be see, um, like Bubble Man, for those who don't know. Oh, anyway. Bubble Man. <laughs> I think it was called Bubble They're Man. They're pretty cute, aren't they? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mega I mean, Man was kids gorgeous. would just love those, you know? Bubble they are Man. so cute. Let's see if there's a wiki entry on it. So, yeah, sometimes it's really quick to um, sort out the drawing, and sometimes it's not. And look at that. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's uh, gone. All that creativity, James, gone. No. Can't one, be precious with it. Yeah. swoop. Can't be precious. I find spaceships the hardest ones to do, to be honest. Can you draw, like, can you draw, like, um, really out there cars? Really out, an out there car? Yeah, like, you know, like, like big fat wheels and, like, a goofy looking car. I could try. Let's do this. We've got a car request. Do you know what a Charger looks like? You know the old a Dodge Charger? Charger? Yeah, 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 that type of thing, yeah. You oh, look at this. Look at the Dodge Charger. Sweet oh, I don't, I don't, Sweet uh, it's looking like a cross between a Mini and a Dodge Charger. Yeah, it's kind of... It's got that Mini front with the Charger sort of arse end on it. Yeah, it's a bit of a mongrel of a dog. <laughs> Someone crashed it, and the repairman just did the dodgiest job. Yeah, I like the way you've done the tyres because when I, I used to draw cars as a kid, and that's how I should draw my tyres on the car. Like, was it? So, I was, so on the, I was on the right track then. Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, yeah. I've only recently started drawing cars, so it's like I've probably I've probably got the, the skill. They're not that easy, are they? No, they're they're really fun objects to draw, though. I quite I quite like them. You know, the Dodge Charge has got more of a sort of a front, a longer front. Yeah, it's got it that really those... sort of mean front on it. Yeah, it had those great um, headlights as well, didn't it? Maybe we could redraw them. The, but the back's perfect. The back's very Charger looking. Because it had the... It had I actually own a Valiant Charger. I've got a classic Charger that I race, James. Did I ever share that with you? Do you really? Yeah, I, I've got, actually, I've been meaning to ask you. You said on the weekend that you just got home racing. And yeah, I, was I like, race cars. Yeah. What? That's, what? My, that's my flip side. So hairdresser, race We're, we're very car. into... Oddity, we were talking oddity. about the other day about... But this is... This, why, why aren't you a regular on our Fangin yeah. TV, on our Fangin on podcast? Our we do a, a podcast called Fangin. Yeah. Which oh, is, really? It's, it's where we fantasise about being car nuts, but we're not oh, that we know, dedicated. But we know absolutely yeah. nothing about cars, and well, we all drive. Car questions. Yeah, okay, yeah. tell us about I'm racing. Who do you I'm race? Where do you race? That up. I thought it might be like... I meant to write this taboo. down to talk about no, you on the I show thought, today. You know, I you know, like, I don't... You don't like to sort of gab on about things you do, but it's interesting. We need to talk yeah, about no, things. I, I was like, he races? I meant to write that down as a topic, but yeah. So, where do I you race? race? Who I, do you race? Okay. What do you race? Okay. <laughs> Tell us about this I've got, world. I've got two cars that I race. I've, right. got, a, I've got a Ford. And where do you I keep them? Up at Barbagallo Raceway in a garage. I lease a you garage. I lease, lease a garage, garage up there. All right, yeah. And, um, this is all this commercial money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just something I love to do. It's a bit, it's a bit weird because you know I'm a hairdresser, a, a, a hairdresser, squad? hairdresser rev head. It's a bit of an odd mix. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you don't drive an MX five? <clears throat> no. Steve, Steve that's if you guys such... know, he's a hairdresser and he's an actor <coughs> and he's a race car driver. Wow! And I can. Are ride, you like the perfect catch? I can of ride a man? horses yeah. too. Holy that's shit! Really? You're like the ultimate man. You have horses. I used to have oh, horses, have, but then you got into cars. I used to have horses. I had horses between 11, about 10 and, and 15, then I got right. into cars. Because right. my brother and, and my brother-in-law were into cars. Right. So I sort of copied them, I suppose. Yeah. And then I found that I really liked driving cars fast. So that, that was a drug. They go faster than horses. 
they do. Horse, they have horses. lots of horsepower. Oh, I, I, so when you ride a horse, you only have one horse, but when you have a car, you have lots of horses okay. under the bonnet. You know where I'm coming from? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Plenty of horsepower. That's it. <laughs> so you, what, what, what are you racing? What are you driving? Uh, I, I raced on the weekend, actually. Who? I raced, Who do you race? I, I raced Other my people? Ford in the saloon car series up at Wanneroo. Barbagallo Raceway. How many people are racing? Uh, there were 15 on the grid. Do you have uh, to do heats? Yep. I had a great day. I qualified second on the grid. All right. Oh, congratulations. Which is one of my better and then days. what's the race? Then I, then I do three races over the day. I, I had a fifth. And how many laps are each race? Eight to ten laps. All right. I had three races and I finished third overall for the day. Okay. So wow. We had a great day. That is, that's a good one. Do you have a, do you have a, have a co- so you have a co-pilot? Or and no damage. Oh. No, no, no co-pilot. Do you have a, a pit squad? Yeah, and you hire them out, or pit, they just volunteer. Pit girls, pit girls. Oh, you know the hot pants. Yeah, yeah. Ooh la la. Yeah. Do you get sponsors? Have done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hard to get sponsors though. Yeah. Okay. yeah. When you soon as how you, many people turn up to watch this? Sponsorship. Yeah. They look at you. and They want. They say you want my money. Yeah. So it's not not easy to get sponsorship. But I, I hey, this just just look at the charger. That's my charger. That's the one I, I've got. A beautiful old black charger. So you, you need a website where you talk about hey, acting, look at my charger? air dressing. My charger's on my Facebook page. All right. Yeah, bring it up. it up. I want to see we, this. Shall we have a look? I should be. You should have brought it up, and I draw your charger. <laughs> I draw you in your charger. There you go. Okay, let's get it up. I need to lower this line. Okay. Lower. See, this is perfect fang and news. Where's we've my, never had a real race my, car driver. We, we've never had anyone who's driven over 110 <laughs> kilometres an hour. Here's on my this baby. Show. Here's my baby. Right. I'll show you both of them. So if I just, so if I get this up, James, because you're, oh. you're the you're the whiz. I'm not a whiz. I'm very basic I'll here. Try and plug you in. I'm going to plug me into the mainframe. Is that is that the right lingo? I think so. Um, now yeah, that's, that's great if you have a fagging. You can have me on for. A- <laughs> That's fanging. A fagging. Did I say faggot? <laughs> yeah. A fagging. A fagging. A fagging. We could add that into yeah. it. But it's it's a bit old disputed word at the moment. We have to be careful. <coughs> exactly. Um, all these rules we've got to follow. That's right. Um, now, I never know what resolution to set this oh, to. What are we doing? My God, you're losing me here, James. So, one of your... What's your what's your other vehicle that you race? Um, it's a, a Ford Falcon. Mm-hmm. I'll show you a picture of that as well. It's going to be great to watch my two race cars pop up on the screen. What sort of what sort of a Ford Falcon is it? I tell you what, it? though, that that charger you're drawing is pretty close. You've got the lines right, and you've got the little fins at the back. Those yeah, little, they always the, strike me as very odd. Yeah, those bits, the little. Yeah, yeah, the charger's got that. Let's bring it up. Let's see how close I got. The charger's got a really distinct sort of headlight configuration, doesn't it? I love my baby. Like I'll never, I'll never sell. And you know, the the value of the car is just amazing. It's called a muscle car now, Mm. and they're worth a lot of money. Like mine's a genuine RT, so it's probably worth about seventy thousand dollars. Apparently, take this the photo. Because you, you can't buy them anymore. Like they're just they're just you know you can't buy RT chargers. Wow! Look, we're going to bring it up. That, that's me. That's racing it at the Barbagallo. It's at the V8 round a couple of years ago, a few years ago. That is a wide-looking oh, car. Sorry, <laughs> yours, yours at home. You can now see that, it now. That, that is an amazingly wide-looking car. Baby, yeah. And we're building a new engine for her right now. So I always say her. I don't know why I say. Oh, her. machines oh, are ladies, yeah, machines and are, you know. And she's a classic lady. She's a classic old lady. That's fantastic. What um, what sort of engine are you? So building see how you got the little fins at the back. Yeah, they're there. They keep the car secure to the ground. Um. So what's the other car like? 
Oh, the other one. Is that a muscle car as well, or is that like a, a skyline? Uh, well, if you f- if I flick through, is that going to happen? Yeah, hopefully. We have to click it. Well, we don't want tap. all that stuff, do we? There she is. All right. That's the one I raced on Sunday. So what is that? What's That's an EA Falcon, about a 1990 uh, model, and I raced. Hooten. It's yeah. got Hooten on it. It's got Hooten on it. Mm. Hooten Tooten. Um. Yeah, so that's the car I raced on the weekend, and, and, and it looks nice and straight still, which is good, because we have lots of damage in this category. It's a bit of a rumble-tumble category. Oh. Um, and the car's on the market, actually, at the moment. It's up for sale, so if anybody wants to get into motor racing, give me a call. How much is it worth? How much well, are you trying to get rid I of it for? about eight grand for it. Is that all? Yeah. It's quite cheap, but I want to sell it quick. Is it so. roadworthy? No. Purely for the racetrack. Oh, okay. No, it's purely for the racetrack. So, tell me about this fangin section. Oh, well, we we try to organise like a guys' night to get together. We normally play Dungeons and Dragons, but our um, one of our dungeon players is away for the summer in Europe. We so, don't know anything about cars, James. So how do you have a, how do you have a fangin? Oh, it's just filled with bullshit. Yeah, and just, specu- yeah. wild speculation. <laughs> yeah, it's like what we find out on Google. That's okay. basically. That's basically. Why don't you ask me some car questions? Do, do you think do you think people are going to be interested okay. in this though? I, I don't know because a lot of these people watching are film people. They're not really into cars. But yeah, then again, but have you ever done any stunt true. driving in um, films? That's not true because here's me, an actor. I race cars. That's just a ridiculous mm. thing to come out with. Really, have it? you ever offered your service as a stunt driver in films? I have. Yeah. And is it, you got any jobs from that? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have mentioned it to a couple of people. I said, that's great, but we don't need any stunt driving okay. done. But if we did, we'd use you. Yeah. Well, if the webcast, if this you know, if this show goes ahead, there looks like there's room, going to oh, be room yeah. for, we'll get, for you, that. We'll, I'll, I'll write some stunt driving into this for sure. But yeah. I, th- I think I think your entire budget would be spent on the Audi that the lead character purchased. $100,000. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, I love Audis. Um, would you buy me an Audi, James? Uh, I don't think we can afford it. Oh, okay. I'm wondering, I'm hoping we can get sponsorship, so I'll be able to get... Who's that? Who, who yeah, look, from just, the Audi I've just, dealership. I've just got to show the Charger one more time. <laughs> well, we can use a different car. I like the Audi. We could use the Charger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at it. It's but black, it's mean everyone as think, hell. Everyone think I'm ripping off Green Hornet. You know? No, they won't. Yeah, they will. They will not. Like they it off How yeah. many viewers do I we want have them to James? think I'm ripping off Green. How many people are looking at my Charger right now? Uh... Still three. Three? Okay. Yep. I've what? drawn something cool. Hello, listeners. <laughs> You're welcome okay. to request a drawing. Right. Ditch the charger now. And then bring up this this um, bizarreness. All right, going back okay, to the, Yeah, get, sorry, get we have to go it. back so to Camel's We're going to get rid of that oh, now, so I'm so going to get rid of that. And let's go, let's go. We're live with okay. this awesome cat muscle person. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was ex- just no, 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 no. I'm just filling time. Oh, okay. Nobody expected that to come through. Ah, Jess just came back. Cool. 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 So she must be listening. Uh, maybe. Oh, no, because we sent her the instructions not- on how to... These are just people trying that you know, that's a whole other complication of trying to convince people to get into the chat. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a fun show. Um, maybe I should go on Google Plus, tell them that Cam was drawing live. I think Harry's coming at nine. Harry's coming Theory. at nine. So, yeah, so why don't you ask me some uh, motor racing questions? <laughs> yeah, well, what's this new engine that you're building? 
For the Charger. Yeah. What are you putting in there? Um, How do you build an engine? Putting yeah. a, a 265 Hemi, which is the original engine, but we hot it up to the max. Right. So we put... Do you, jet do you bore the we put we things? put we put um, three side draft Webers on it, like triple Webers, <laughs> so it gets lots of fuel in there. Yeah, and then we put a really good head on it so that it can cope with all the fuel. Yeah, and then we build a really strong bottom end. This is real engine talk, right? Yeah, because if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna have a fast engine, it has to be if you want it to go fast, it has to be strong. Yeah, yeah. If you don't build it strong, just blow apart. Okay. So it has all these special bits inside of it mm-hmm. that make it really strong. So. How much? What, what? What's the deal with tires? Do you blow through a lot of tires? We do. That's the expense, and that's that's where a sponsor comes in handy. Because if you get a sponsor just to provide tires for the year, yeah, that's a huge. It can save you like ten grand. Okay. All right. For the year, wow. tires. Yeah. I don't spend that sort of money. I mean, I my so how my, many races do you my, race my every Sunday? My nickname at the racetrack is Tight Ass Racing. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I spend a very minimal budget. Okay. Yeah. But at least we're out there doing it. But and, results, and, come on, and having like, fun, and having fun. Yeah. Do you so, practice in a simulator? No. Do you get like Forza and get your own wheel and? No. 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 I don't do a lot of practice actually. I just get up there and do it. But just do it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'll be doing just it. Fang. I'll be doing it long. I just get out and fang. Let it, let it hang out. You know. Mm. Do you have like an arch rival on the? I won't mention them though. They might be no, no, no. Don't mention them. But do you do you have someone who and you know you see their number? They're going to be at the race, and you go, "That fucking prick, he's here again." <laughs> I'm going to get that bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, his, his number, his days are numbered. <laughs> there, there's one guy that does get up my nose a bit. Yeah. And what is and, that? And is he that thinks he's really good. Is yeah. it his driving actually, style, or actually, is his attitude? Is it? He's actually not that good. Oh. It's one of those. You know those people that think they're really good, but they're not. And do they get off the racetrack and they're like, oh, you know, I was coming around this bend and, you know, there was a misfire and, oh, there was this. and yeah. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so those, yeah those, you know those people that talk a lot, yeah. but don't mm-hmm. do much. Yeah, those All types. Right. You get a lot of them up there, actually. That's something in the motor racing scene. You do get a lot of mouthy type people. Right. Um, it seems to <laughs> go with it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know why that is, but... And young people, old people, very in mixed, between people? Very mixed. It's very mixed up there. Um, you know how people have this um, stereotype of people into motor racing that are sort of all rev head type? Mm-hmm. I mm. mean, it depends what car you race. Like the Charger category, it's called historic touring cars. And, I mean, I'm not wealthy, but a lot yeah. of the guys that race are, and they're doctors and lawyers and, you know, okay. they get into the classic stuff because there's a lot of romance attached to the classic stuff in mm-hmm. racing. So it attracts... So what I'm trying to say is different categories of car attract different types of people. Yeah. So what's... Are you a Holden or Ford person? Do you have a in side that, of that? In that category, it's really diverse in that yeah. category. Um, so you don't have a side? What's that? You don't have a side? You don't have a team? A Holden side. or Ford? Holden or Ford. Oh! Oh, well, I, I race a Ford, so I suppose I'm a Ford man. Yeah, but it's, but if I raced a Holden, I'd be a Holden man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this, this the car you're selling, you're going to re- re- replace it with a new car, or are you going to stick put all your money into one car? I'm focusing, I'm actually winding the motor racing thing down a bit, because okay. I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And I've spent lots of money. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I it's probably, probably more productive than, like, gambling. I probably it? could have bought a house. <laughs> I, hate, I hate thinking about it, really, but I, I love it. It's just, it's like a drug. Yeah. And if I don't do it, I, I've got to go and have a race. I just get this sort of itchy feeling. I've got to go and race, yeah. It's an adrenaline thing, and mm-hmm. it becomes quite addictive. But like the acting, actually. That's another. That's an adrenaline thing as well. Yeah. Do you get that same rush from hairdressing? 
from like getting a good cut, giving someone yeah, a good yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. So yeah. like you really change them. Yeah, yeah. no, because I've had big haircuts where it's like... It's huge. Yeah, they spin you around and they dust you off and you go, holy shit, like gives you a new mm. Well, you can change someone's whole persona yeah. in like an hour. Yeah, so it's pretty, you can te- it you pretty can te- amazing. I mean, when I walked in here, James, you had a haircut. Yeah. You look very different with your haircut. My God, yeah, yeah. It changes the image, yeah. totally. Yeah. What are you doing with the beard? Are you going to keep that going no, for a no, while? No, get, get on his case. Well, get on my case. My hair's looking tragic today. But are you, are you, growing you don't yours? like the beard, Campbell? Looks like you're growing your hair, Campbell. It's, yeah, no, I need a cut. I just, I've just been too lazy. Okay. Like, I, I usually have long hair, but not usually this long. Not so long. I really have to pull it back. back. Yeah. But you wouldn't like your hair looking too cut, as in freshly cut? Or no, I've had, I've had hair like that before. Okay. I've had, yeah. I've had short hair like you oh, guys okay. before, yeah. But it's just been gradually getting longer, and then it was long and shaggy and boofy, and that was good, and now it's just so long that <laughs> I have to tie it back or else it's just weird and kind of ladylike. It's funny when people start talking about the hair. Yeah. Because they, people get involved. When they start talking about their hair, people get involved about it. Mm, yeah, yeah. How do you keep up with hair fashion? Because it's such a personal is thing. Is there like internet forums that you have to follow to see yeah. what the latest thing is? I or do, magazines um, or... I do judging. Conventions. I do judging. Oh, hair judging. Do I've, done, you? I've done lots of competitions over the years. Mm. That was good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So should we be saving money by employing you as both an actor as a, and a hairdresser on the... No, I don't, I don't do hair, I don't do hair do on set. Time, no. no. No, I don't want to go there. I don't Even want to do that. Because you start doing that... Everyone wants you. Exactly. And I'll this is why I don't do cinematography no, no, for no, other no, people. No, no, no. When I'm, when I'm acting on set, that's all I want to do. I don't want to do people's hair. But, I mean, <laughs> look, if, if I... I do help out. Yeah, yeah. You know. If it's like, like a dollar production. Like, if I was on set with you and you needed a bit of gel wax, I'd put some gel <laughs> in your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Awesome. Uh... So what's what's the big com- do you have, tra- do you have to go to com- travel for convention hair conventions? Have done, yeah. yeah. I um I competed in uh, Adelaide uh, mm-hmm. on behalf of WA. Okay. National titles, titles over there years ago. Yeah. So you had to enter the state finals. I did I the guess. state and yeah. got in there, won that, and then they sent me to Adelaide. Oh wow! And they yeah. paid. For That's it? when I was right into the, the competition stuff. Mm. Um, and that would be a thrill, wouldn't it? That oh, like, like, because that's a performance oh, yeah, yeah. thing. That's a competition it's thing. Yeah, it's a, it's an adrenaline thing. Like you said before, it's the same deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you're, up, you're up in front of people, and you get like forty five minutes to do a haircut. Yeah, yeah. Really? And do you do you just get presented with someone? No. You is it like Iron Chef, where they're just like, and today your secret, you know, hair. Mm. The no, model is a redhead with curly hair that's like... Not really. You know, have no, your, you have no. your own model. But you, you have oh. to take them with a certain amount of hair and you've got to cut a certain amount off. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's mm. pretty full on. And it's, you, you cut yourself and... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it can happen. Oh, I, this is blood everywhere. You well, need first oh, aid on... When I did the in the state titles, I actually nicked the girl's ear. Oh! <gasps> did you get... Is that instant fail? And there's a little bit of blood coming out, which wasn't good. Wow. So you like... Like Edward Scissorhands hands and it's yeah, so go, fast that you going crazy with actually cut ears. Yeah, yeah okay. going crazy with scissors. So they're looking for flair in your ability to cut at speed, no. or is it more about the end product? End product. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And lots of hairspray flying around. Yeah. Do you get a bit high? Well, it's hard to breathe sometimes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I always, I always get excited when I use hairspray because it you know gives you a bit of a, a well, buzz. I, Take yeah, a bit of a buzz. But yeah, I mean you're involved in lots of kind of highly competitive. Um, realms, aren't you? Like hair hairdressing's, you know. Yeah. I'm sure notoriously catty and um, yeah, intense, and 
and racing, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, a different, a quite so a, a different type of... That's a testosterone. Yeah. Well, it's a bit of a flip side thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've, I mean, I've had friends come up to the track and they say... I had film friends come up to the track, actually, and do a yeah. ECU friends and did a, um, <coughs> a story on the car, you know? They had to do a... a, a it was a, an assignment thing for uni. Yeah. <coughs> and one of them had never, never seen the racing side... And to said, you? Yeah, and he said to me... It's, of you, rather. He said to me, it's really strange. He said to me, it's really strange, Steve, seeing you up yeah. here at the racetrack. No, thanks. <coughs> yeah, he said it was just so different seeing me in that environment. Yeah. Excuse me for that. But I think it's... Um, thanks, James. But I think it's unhealthy to have those... Um, to not have that balance in your life. Of I guess, or in your persona of the I guess traditional masculine traits and traditional feminine traits, you know, as 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 people as humans, we need to kind well, of I explore all of that exactly, and, yeah, and to deny or kind of limit yeah. yourself is just kind of ridiculous, really. Yeah, it is. Um, but but I mean, everyone's different, aren't they? I mean, I yeah. I just like to have fun, really, and you know. I like to have fun, and I think we're only here for a short time, so fit as much in as you possibly can. That's my attitude, really. <laughs> so that's you know, that's what I do. But you know, in saying that, it's it's quite hard to um, in a relationship for the other person to keep up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a problem I've actually had. Is um, yeah, or they try and slow you down. You know, maybe you should stop doing that, darling. <laughs> and I go, like, now I'm going to race on the weekend. Maybe we should finish this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because but, but, but a lot of people do that. They try yeah. and change you and stop you from doing stuff. And Yeah. I just don't have relationships that fix that problem. You don't? No. Yeah, that's true. It's, um... Why do people try and control other people? I don't understand that. Uh, you know... Because I never would. Sometimes I'm like, I feel like... I need someone who's going to encourage me to be better and and I encourage them to be better. So you're always pushing and pulling each way and I don't know whether that sometimes they they don't they're trying to make you be better but they don't realize that you're they're limiting your potential. We're getting very deep here, aren't we? Yeah, shit just got serious. Yeah, we're getting very deep. <laughs> I, I, I think this is Harry just joining us. Hi Harry. Now, um, Harry, you'll be thrilled because Steve's going to hang around for a little bit for Fangin. Steve's actually no, driven a car. Oh, 9.30. Steve's actually driven a car above 110 kilometres an hour. Whoa. Steve. It's amazing, isn't it? Right. He was telling us all about his cars and he's go- he goes really fast in them. But he keeps his secret. I don't even know. Secret. Cars? How fast was it going? Um, I, think it was, I think it was just starting. It was just doing kind of a bit of a... Yeah. Gritting, like, gritting up. Gritting up. See, look, we've got someone who actually we knows what they're talking about. <laughs> and Harry, you're here. You're back. You are le- left us. I am. I missed the Canadian special. Ah, uh, it's too bad. I know. How was your trip away from the podcast? Did you miss us? Um, yes, I did. It was hard. It was tough. Hmm. <laughs> and we have an extra special guest on the show filling in for the fourth fourth seat, which is usually empty. Um, Steve Hooten, local Perth actor. Uh, competitive hairdresser and car racer. Uh, how are you going? I'm good. 
yeah. he's the man about town. Oh, I'm enjoying it. It's good fun. So you're actually a com- competitive hairdresser. Well, I have been. Oh yeah. Well, I, he's I'm actually a hairdresser. I'm a hairdresser. Oh. Yeah, by day, and I have my own salon that I run. And uh, do you want to give that a plug? Do I? Yeah. Yeah. How many people plug are listening? It. Oh, we've got hundreds now. Hundreds. Everyone's oh, been promoting. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. It's Jags for here in East Perth. Okay. Mm. Um, is that uh, part of the new development? Or it's yes. not new anymore. It's old. But I, I, yeah. th- I, th- I don't know why, but I thought for some reason you had been to my shop. No, I've seen it in a film, but I've never been. Right. No. Been in a few little films, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very um, filmable, mm-hmm. would be the right word. All right. Yeah. Um, Busy down there, you get mainly locals, you get people from all places. Everywhere. Right. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because over time your, per- your, your clientele spreads. Yeah, from, and from you, they keep so, coming back to the same place. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got clients that come from Dunsborough. Oh, wow. Man, wow. yeah, my mum's hairdresser, she moved over east, um, and she flies back to Perth once a month for her clients. Yeah, well, I... Because she's yeah. got, like, a client base that... Yeah, she does it all in one weekend yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, she does like all her base and yeah. all her client because yeah. she built them up over a couple of decades or something, right. and they're so dedicated. It's People are very loyal. Yeah, you know, and if you get a, it's a hairdresser, is such a personal thing. I guess once you find a good, you know, hairdresser who's, especially as a lady, I think it's hard, you know. Yeah, it's like going to the doctor, or you know, it's personal, isn't it? I mean, we actually touch people. How many people touch people? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, M- most people. doctors don't even bloody touch you when you go to look at, you know. And we touch people all day. You're always begging for someone to touch you. I mean, you know. In the best way. We give them head massages. Yeah. That's quite a personal thing. Mm. I still love getting head massages. How many people do that all day? You know, actually head massage someone that you don't know that well. Somebody walks in the door, like a, a new client, and um, you give them a head massage. Yeah. You know. Uh, just by virtue of giving them a haircut, or you actually give them a head massage if they request one? Well, you give them a head massage. It's part of the service before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because I always shampoo hair, so I don't do any dry haircuts or anything oh, okay. like that. So. All right. Yeah. Oh, these are nice. Some, oh, Harry brought these. Thanks. I brought those. And Thanks, there's Harry. some cheese to go with it. I've, oh, it's, really? I'm afraid yeah. it's been extremely unappetizingly yeah. presented. Because it just... Now, I didn't, you know, I didn't think I was, snacks. I was being fed and given drinks. I mean, I'm coming back, guys. All right. <laughs> This is leftovers. You can, you can do your fat, uh, Steve's racing section. You uh, update us on what the local racing scene's been up. Yeah, to. The, ra- the locals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do my own small segment. Do you think, Jones? Yeah. Reckon we can. How many you people can you fit in the now. car? I'll be knocking on the door every Monday night. How many people can you do fit in the car? Can you seat four people in the car? Actually, if you guys want to. Hmm. Holy shit! Something yeah, awesome's going to get off. Got me thinking now. If you guys, oh, can you not cover my drawing, guys? Oh, sorry. She's Louise. Trying to rack up some votes. Yeah. Sorry, you guys want to? This Sunday, I'm actually giving rides in my car mm-hmm. with all the other guys. We have a corporate day, so they have yeah. the sponsors come up and have a ride in the I car. Know. Yeah. So this Sunday at Barbigallo Raceway from about two o'clock, if you guys want to come up, you're very welcome. Jump in the car with me. And I'll take you for a blast. So you can the take track. four people, one at a time. Oh, okay. One at a time. So there's no no four seats. How crazy if we had four seats and I wired you guys a lot with wireless microphones and we did the podcast as we were going around and the track. And there'd just be one man and three sissy boys screaming yeah. as we were. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, imagine trying to read the Google Docs while you're that would be you know, great. freaking out. Your stomach's going left So right. what's on a car is this? I, I was... Oh, this is like, a 
Can we show? Can we show Harry the charger? Can we show people the charger again? Is yeah, you can bring it up again. Oh no, Just, hang on. No, no, Harry's. No, no. I mean, Campbell's. Um, no, you can bring it up again. I mean, we're hey, doing no, fanging news. Have, no, this is great. What he's done here. They don't don't get rid of them yet. Mm. It's beautiful. Oh, you can get it ready while he's waiting. Okay, this one's for Natalie. This is Natalie Williams. She's a co-worker, very funny lady, and she's requested uh, Miss Scarlet from Cluedo, and here she is. With the candlestick holder. Oh, shit. With the candlestick in the... Dum-dum-dum-dum. It's the library. certainly is. Oh, wow. There's a book. Yeah, it's gone flying off the shelf. It's spooking her out. I like how she's sort of like, oops, did I mean to do that? Yeah. Um, for those listening to the audio version, uh, Campbell the, is uh, doing live drawings charger, Harry. on nice. webcam uh, for our audience, live audience. You can find and how to listen live at live.fangingaround.com. Is that a Ford charger? No. Was it an American? Chrysler. Chrysler. Australian made. That's okay. Australian, Australian car. Yeah. yeah. 1972 Valiant Charger. Oh, Valiant. Yeah. Mm. Oh, right, okay. You're on to it now. Who's ready, Harry? I'm on to it now. We're going live. This I'm is a picture it. of Steve's car. Audience, that's check a, it out. That's a Valiant, 1972 Valiant Charger. And I raced that up at Barbara Gal- <coughs> excuse me, Barbara Gala Raceway in the historic touring car category. Is there, are there any other race racing in WA you can go to? I can race that all over Australia if I want right. to. But not, not in WA, Bob Glows. Uh, no, we've got another track down in Collie called the oh. Collie Motorplex oh, okay. Complex. What's that like? Is that it's a good fun, little track, fun, nice little yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. yeah Gallo is about 2.4 Ks. Mm-hmm. I think the Motorplex down there is about two, just two something, so it's a bit smaller, a bit shorter, but it's like a little sprint track. All right, okay. Um, and the other one, Harry, you haven't seen this, I'll show you the Ford. Oh, you got so two. There it is. He's selling this one, Harry. You can buy it. This oh, one's yeah. up for sale. It's, I raced that one on Sunday up at Barbican. Man, four of us should buy it. Ch- <laughs> chip in. Pull together. Yeah. And how much, would we, how much would we have to um, pull together to purchase that one? I want about eight grand for that. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, that's reasonable. Yeah. We could yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very cool. You spend a lot of money on tyres. You do. <laughs> the upkeep is probably more expensive than the car. It's a very cost-effective category, that one. Okay. Which is why I race in it. And it's it's very um, very competitive. So, Do you go for a set of tyres a weekend? No, they last about, well, as I told you my nickname. Yeah, is, yeah. I make them last. A lot of guys bolt new rubber on every meeting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is 1200 bucks a pop. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. I, don't I got some new tyres the other day. They were only like 50 bucks each. These are 300 each. So I don't do that i mm. do it i put a new set on probably every three meetings if i okay. can i put a new set of tires on sunday and the car was amazing with the new tires on it okay mm. is there a special race in during the year that you go to where it's like i'm going to put new tires for this one mm. is, is there any big is, is, no, is there any, what's the equivalent of bathurst in wa racing uh the v8 supercars yeah, but you, do you race? You don't race. I've raced. I've raced that car at yeah. the V eight supercar meeting two years ago. Oh, right, you know, right. the, you know, so that's the big yeah, weekend. Well, the big ones come. Yep. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've raced there a few times. Oh, so they're the, they're the warm ups for the V eight supercar. 
They're the support categories. Yeah, yeah. So the V8 supercar. And that, the, the support grade, they're the biggest race for you guys. Huge. Yeah, yeah, okay. They get yeah. 70,000 people up there. Okay. It's, yeah. it's amazing mm. racing that around that track and you see all these people. Yeah. Mm. Just, Is know. there prize money for that race? No. No. Okay. No. It's, it's purely for the spectacle. We're invited. Yeah, the V8 supercars, those guys get paid and they get paid, right. but we don't. We just get invited to be part yeah. of the okay. whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. The okay. circus, we call it. Mm-hmm. Traveling circus, the V8 supercars. Have you ever been up there, guys? To watch no, them? never. No, never. <laughs> we have a banging around. Well, I think you should. Podcast, yeah. Um, sure. We probably should. We should do a live podcast from yeah. the Barbagallo race. An outing. Yeah. We really should. Well, you know what you could do, James? You'd actually come up and do some, throw a camera in the car. And get Strap some get some onboard footage that you can have actually on the show. That would be oh. so wicked. Oh yeah, do it, James. Okay, I have to find my little eyesight so I can. We've got big magnets on. You can strap on the side of the car. You can put. Well, I had I had the crew from ECU come up. I was telling Campbell. Uh-huh. They came up and did a, a story on the car. All right. And all right. they put two cameras in the car. One was on me, and one was on my helmet. And oh the really? Foot, the footage looked amazing. So they interviewed you. About, yeah, they did. Is this online? Can we watch this or? Um, it? it's it was an e- for ECU assignment that they had to do, and yeah. it was for a lifestyle. Oh, okay. Show, right, okay. and they had to do like this. Yeah, yeah. Segment. I haven't actually seen it yet. We did it show about, the racing culture. Yeah. Yeah, we mm. did it about a month ago, six weeks. I haven't seen the footage. I haven't seen the finished product. Yet. Finished thing. Yeah. But the footage looked amazing because they had two cameras, one on my helmet. And look, a little tiny camera is about that long. Yeah. Like a little pen. I don't know what you call them. There was a special name for it, a pro something. Do you know mm-hmm. that one? About that long? Uh, so yeah, and they I just don't. put it on my helmet. Yeah. And then the other one was facing me. Okay. So you had the whole, you could see what I was doing with my hands and it was great. You can see what you were seeing. Yeah, and it was amazing watching myself in the car and how, how much <laughs> I fiddle before a race. I mm. didn't realise how much I actually <laughs> fiddle and move around. It's nerves. nerves. Yeah, so yeah. I'm fiddling with oh, things. so they filmed you during a race? Yeah, they got, got footage of me racing. Oh, wow. Cool. And uh, it was, yeah, so I can, I can, when I get that, I can bring that in, can I? I could give it to you if you want, so you can show yeah. it for well, fang. You tell them to put it on YouTube so everyone can see it. Yeah. And you can put it on your website. So you gotta, right. you got to get into this. The website I don't have yet. Yeah. <laughs> the website that you're going to do for me, James. I reckon if you made a website <laughs> that was all about hairdressing, cars, driving cars, and acting, it'll be it'll be a huge hit on the internet. It's just about the greatest website. Yeah. Ever. It becomes some really crazy name for it. Okay. I've never thought of that. Yeah. Just, so anyway, just what you're doing during the week. We, okay, so we have a regular segment uh, that we start the, sh- the podcast off with called uh, What Have We Been Consuming? And we talk about what we've been either, what movies we've been watching, what food we've been eating, what um, apps we've been using on our phones, what art exhibitions. Um, what about? Oh, sorry. Yes. Um, uh uh, what uh, you know, art exhibitions, theatre. We've been seeing uh, just and talk a little bit, a little bit about it. So, uh, Cam, what have you been consuming? Uh, You've listed awesome children's art. Festival. Yes, sorry, I did make show notes. Yeah, I went to the children's arts festival. Um, awesome. Uh, they do stuff all throughout the year, but uh, this time of year, it's um, yeah, it's the festival yeah, time. So they put a whole bunch of stuff nice on. Cheese. And uh, my partner's doing some stuff. Um, doing a portrait workshop, or did it was last week. Um, I did some workshops as well. Bryony did some workshops, who was on earlier. Um, but there was some cool stuff. I saw a great show called I think it was called Sticks and Stones and Bones. I think mm-hmm. is it. It was a shadow puppet show by oh, an yeah. artist from Montreal. Mm-hmm. 
and um, it was really cool. A really talented guy. Thought it could have done with like, like he was a really great puppeteer, but I thought it could have done with a, a better writer. Okay, yeah, yeah. Of the of the skits that he was doing, because mm-hmm. I mean it was just amazing what he was doing with the shadows and the puppets and, and his body, and he was great. Like, um, you know, it was in the Spiegel tent, and it was you know very kind of um, of that you know circusy sort of mm. performance. And he came out and he was sort of, you know, had this little voice like this, you know, a very funny little man. Mm. And, you know, that, that character was great and the kids loved it. Um, but, yeah, just the, the actual written content, would it could have been a lot better. Mm. That was cool. Yeah, it's a really great festival. It gets kids excited about arts and mm. gets them involved in performing yeah. arts as well, which is... I, miss, I missed the intro to that. Where was that Oh, on? sorry. This was the Awesome Arts Festival. So, that was on in Forest Place. When? Uh, just this last week. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it's been, it's been really cool. Um... Yeah, so that's it's good to see Perth. Yeah. Good to see Perth pushing the arts more, isn't it? Like, mm. there's, lo- yeah. there's lots of things going on now. Um, did you see that? How many people they had at the Beaufort Street Festival? No, well, our Canadian friends went there, but that we didn't. Was huge! Yeah. They had like a hundred thousand people. Oh wow, hundred thousand! Yeah, I saw in the wow. local paper. They said they weren't sure what how many people were actually there. But they said it was between 80 and 100,000 people mm. over the two days. Which yeah. is, and I saw a photo of Beaufort Street mm. and it was just a sea of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, you know, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Mm. And that's what Perth needs more of, I think. Yeah, yeah. More more festivals. Well, they're getting, like, there seems to be more and more every year. They're kind of, everyone's having a festival. Yeah. Maybe we're becoming the festival <laughs> capital. Um, Steve, uh, you were talking about how you went and saw a play called Slut. Mm. Maybe you could talk about that for this section. What was that like? What's that about and what, what was it like? Um, Harry, could I have a little bit more Coke? Mm. Help yourself. Um, there's, a, there's a Pepsi Max in the I just eating cool. and talking. It's a bit tricky. <laughs> that cheese Harry brought him is, is absolutely beautiful, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, I don't. It's yummy. I'm not a big... Cheese version, but it's yummy cheese. Does anyone else want more coke? Uh, no, that, that, is, do you want to in a glass? I've got, I got that cheese, Harry, would be beautiful on toast, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, oh, slightly melted, maybe grilled. Mm, mm. Mm. You've got a toaster, have you, John? <laughs> uh, not easily accessed. Okay, you need a good piece of bread, though. Some nice sourdough. sourdough. Mm. Oh, I do have some sourdough, nice sourdough. Oh, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, yeah. so slut. Yes. It was a great play. What was um, it about? Um, it has a very provocative title. Yeah, it, it was. And I, I thought it would be very provocative, but it wasn't as provocative as I thought it would be, and it wasn't as dark as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. It was... Um, yeah, the way they did it, they had, I think it was five female characters talking about this character that was a slut Mm-hmm. And how they knew her, and how they shared their lives with her, and how her journey of a, of being a slut, and how how men perceive women and call them sluts is sort of around that. You know how if a woman sleeps around a bit, she's called a slut. Mm, a, guy yeah, yeah. Can, a guy can sleep around, and he's not a slut. He's not a slut. And it was that message. Yeah. Which you know, and so um, quite poignant, I thought. You know, because people do men men do that. Don't they? Yeah, yeah. And um, women do that as well. Yeah, women women do it yeah, a lot women. to each other. Yeah. People do it. Yeah, yeah people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and uh, Alexander Alex Nell was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know Alex? No. 
She's good. Um, I've actually sent her a message. Okay, cool. So she might be listening. How many have we got now? Oh, we, we, we've got about three or four listening. Oh, have we? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alex might be one of them. Is Alex, could you see if it's Alex? Oh, well, I can't see who's listening unless they chat to us and they're not chatting. If you're in, if you're listening and you want to chat, you can. Oh, I there's see. a chat below the video where you can uh, send mm. us a message or uh, ask, make a request. You make a request Campbell. for Campbell's drawing. You can see what he's just drawn there from a request he got I've in got from no Twitter. No idea what that is. It looks like a sausage wearing a hat. It's like a gherkin, I Mexican gherkin, and a, a red bull woman with. I can see what you mean. Plentiful though. cleave. I can see what you mean though, um, James. There's a, a little bit of fluffing around, isn't there, to actually tune into us yeah you know like there's a little bit of clicking to well it's I mean the cool thing is it's actually on a page so you just have to go to facebook.com slash find someone and go straight to the thing if you're on a computer but if you're on a phone then you have to get the Ustream app you have to search Final Summer uh, and then that's find what, a stream that's, that's what's going on because most people just have a fo- iPhone now don't they yeah 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 or an iPhone so really I'm the old school. Yeah, well, this I'm is still the way. Until man. someone comes up with a better a solution, you know, this is what we're stuck with, really. I'm still a laptop man. You know, I have my laptops. Hopefully, gone the- hopefully now that Adobe is slowly killing off Flash, people will start to make HDL5 streaming videos so that this will just go any web page that you open with the video on it will just start playing. Oh, okay, so that's why, because it's Flash. Yeah. No one's made it. But oh. Adobe is adding HTML5 support eventually, to, and hopefully Ustream and stuff like that will support But Okay, now... You've got you're talking now fanging around. It's not necessarily about cars. You guys talk about anything. Yeah, we talk about vampires as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, now you, I thought I got the picture was about cars mainly. Uh, well, that's how it got inspired. We were thinking of doing a, a, a car podcast, but when we realised that we didn't know anything, so we thought we had to we have to fill it out with. So this is where you're you're a resident expert coming on. So okay, yeah. So it's yeah. it's good that I've dropped in tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Um, I mean, I watch Formula One. That's my extent of my I car love knowledge. Formula One. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you watch it last night. Weber won. I actually went to bed. Yeah, I got home from racing my car yeah. yesterday and <laughs> doing I, the real I, thing. I told you. Yeah, yeah. I was laying on the couch stuffed. when we rang, yeah, yeah. and I was absolutely stuffed. Yeah, and I had a big day in the car, and I, yeah, it burns up a lot of energy racing cars, mm. and uh, yeah, I was. I got home and I was just shattered. So when you rang me, I was laying down, and your name popped up on the phone. I thought, oh. Oh, shall I answer it or not? <laughs> so like, uh, I like James. Oh, you did. Wow. And, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And here I am tonight. So, um, yeah. Where was I going with that, James? Uh, you ADD's kicking you, you, in here. I was going to ask. I was asking if you uh, watched the Formula One because Weber won last night. I went to bed at yeah. uh, eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. What time did you ring me? Rang me about seven or something. It was quite early. Yeah, I think I you, I called you at like five. And you called me at five fifteen, but I had the phone was on silent, of course. And then I called you back like you know a couple of hours later when I realised you had sent replied back straight away. So. Oh right, okay, yeah. So anyway, so I went to bed and I woke up to go to the loo at eleven o'clock, and I thought the Formula One's on. Mm-hmm. So I watched about thirty laps of it, and uh, <laughs> that was when Weber hit the hit the front. Yeah, I thought great, he's going to win this, mm. and he did. So that's great for Mark Webber. His first win of the year you and the last it? race of the season. No. no. Can't Campbell, do, no. you didn't tune I'm in. not a Formula One man. No. I'm not even really a... <laughs> Look, Campbell... He used to have a Jag. I used like. to drive a Jag. You, you, yeah. you like the, cl- you're the classical. You like the classic stuff. Not anymore. Not anymore. No. <laughs> I had a Jag. <laughs> right. What year? He's Jag. It was a 1985 Jaguar XJ6. Right. Now, they... 
I don't. Um, they can be a bit of a problem. Mine yeah. was a mine was a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> they have an oil leak problem. Did yours have an oil my, leak? My um, they do have an oil leak problem. That that XJ six. My head gasket blew. Right. <laughs> Which is not cheap on a Jag. No. That's huge. So I got rid of That's the car. That's huge. That's the car. It was, it was more expensive. It, it would have been cheaper to buy an, another one. You could have bought a new Hyundai for getting the head fixed on the Jag. That's Probably true. the same price. That's, that, that's exactly true. Oh, wow. So now I don't have a Jag. So now he's into the future cars, the concept cars. Right. I've always loved concept cars. I've always oh. loved classic cars and concept cars. And basically hated it. But now you're he just loves anything that he can't have. Well, hey, listen. <laughs> well, listen, guys, seeing that we're talking about fanging around, mm. when I roll the old girl out next year, the Charger, you've got to come up and have a look. Oh, I'll, definitely. I'll James and invite you up to come and have a look. For sure. We're going to have to do a special episode yeah. where we actually visit a racetrack. Yeah, live from Barbagillo. And, and if you yeah. do, maybe you can put a camera in the car and you can come back and have your fang oh, around. Yeah. And you can, we went up the track last week and we you know, watched a bit of classic racing and here's some footage. That'd be wonderful. I'd love it. That would be good. But no, I didn't watch Formula One. I, no. I, I don't know. I just don't find it very exciting. Oh, God. got to get into it, it, it All the it, drama. Look, it, if you, it can be a bit clinical. You know, I, I don't think it films well for me. That, okay. They don't. They don't convey that sense. The concept of uh, how fast they're going. Okay. I, I feel when well, I'm they're doing three hundred kilometers an hour. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, you you look at the stats. You get a you feel go, when, they, when they when they go off the track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when you, it comes that's into true. focus. Actually, that's very true. What Campbell's saying because the tracks now are so safe. And they have so much wash off on the corners, and sand, you know, kitty, they call them kitty litter. They go on mm. into the kitty litter, and they have so much runoff. Sorry, the runoff on the tracks are, they're so safe now. Yeah, and these guys are taking unbelievable risks in these mm. cars now because they know they can get away with it. Where twenty years ago they couldn't get away with it, they'd slam mm. into a concrete wall or whatever. But they, they, the tracks are built; they can just basically wipe out and get away with it now at these ridiculous speeds. Um, so yeah, from that point of view. It, I sort of agree in a way because you know, yeah, it starts to look like you're saying, Campbell. It probably starts to look a bit like a um, Xbox game. It for me, it looks like um, like remote control, like RC racing. Like they look, they look tiny mm. on mm. the track. Whenever I see it on TV, I think they look so small. In it's the way, yeah, the roads are so big and in proportion, you don't really get a sense of how fast they're going. No, there's no sense of scale or. They anything. need like some like narrow roads with them trees down. That's the why they so do like, look yeah. good racing at. at it tracks like um, Monaco. Monaco. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. see that, and you go, "Holy shit!" The street yeah. tracks, Monaco and Melbourne. Yeah, that's yeah. different. That's true. Because yeah. the, the, the I think that's why I think the Monaco Grand Prix will is and will be the most famous race because it's in a city. You're flying past buildings, going out of tunnels and well, stuff, know, and not just a flat sea like Perth. This is on a cliff that's looking down the ocean, so you're going right. up in hills and mm. and when they put on the onboard camera in the Monaco race, I just don't know how they. How they can, uh, they obviously know the track perfectly, they're driving blind, but there's no way someone who had never raced before can predict how the corner's going to go because it's so fast, you have to know what the turn is before you go into it. Did you, you see know. the top gear where the, the presenters were right, yeah. driving their yeah, hot yeah. hatches and they were through? Freaking it? Out. They yeah. were freaking out yeah. big time, and they were yeah. just driving like, I mean, not just, but they were driving little hot um, yeah. hatches, and, and they each had like a who professional was, yeah, F1 like, driver's. Yeah. Taking them on the journey. Yeah, you know? they're like managers or something. Yeah. who were in the cars with them. And, um, you know, knowing every <clears throat> inch of that track. Mm. And they were just like, holy shit. That, um, I was going to say, I went to Monaco. Mm-hmm. Three oh, years. really? I went to Monaco, yeah. I started, got an apartment in Nice. Because mm-hmm. one, one of my clients, she's French. Okay. And she offered me her apartment in Nice 
because I mentioned the fact that I'd love to go to Monaco. She goes, oh, Stephen, you, you can use my, use my <laughs> apartment. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, she gave it to me at a very, very, very good rate. And so I went to Monaco and I walked the track, walked through the tunnel. So there's a, what, it's what amazing. You, in the off-season, what can you see? Do they leave? They leave a lot of infrastructure there. Mm-hmm. So it's just used as normal streets. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. So it's all there, a lot of it. But a lot of it's actually set up for that weekend. They closed the whole city down or town, whatever you call it. What's Monaco? A city? It's a city. Yeah, yeah. City. They close it down for like a week. Isn't that amazing, though? Mm. Imagine closing Perth down for a week for a motor racing event. Mm. They mm. just embrace it. And it's like this huge festival. It's not just about the car racing. I mean, the women are out. The women are looking beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. The Ferraris and the Lamborghinis yeah, are everywhere. Yeah. And the whole festival, it's just a festival mm. of, of, of speed, and, and they just embrace it. It's just amazing. Because, you know, like in Perth, we've got this problem. We don't like, no one likes to close a road off for the day, yeah. or, you know, or for, <laughs> a for, major... or for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like when they close roads for the fireworks, it's like chaos, you know. But, you know, I thought it was great when we, when we had the Choggan thing here, where they had to close roads off, and I thought, mm. this is good for Perth, because it's, it's putting people <laughs> in that position that, a bit of discomfort for a couple of days is actually good for Perth because we're not used to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cam, yeah. can we get an explanation just of what that picture was that you just... Oh, sorry. <laughs> that last picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was for Shauna. Um, she's in Madrid at the moment. Mm-hmm. And she requested a... She said so- something, um, you know, Spanish-themed. She said... Um, so was that a chorizo then? Yeah, well, she, she requested... That? She said something Spanish themed, uh, maybe bullfighting, flamenco dancing, chorizo, whatever. Uh, what's so I chorizo? combined all of them. There was a bull, no. oh, a bull okay. flamenco dancer, and a um. Oh, this is the. Oh no, this is this isn't it. Oh, <laughs> it's gone now. It's the, I'm, 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 it's the one no. we talked when he went to the toilet. We were like, "What's that?" I was looking at it. I'm yeah. thinking, flamingo. <gasps> I like oh, how I like how you're trying to. Yeah, yeah. you were trying to make it work. You're open to. Where's it going with that? <laughs> no, the one that was gone. So it was a, it was a it was a flamenco dancing bull and a bullfighting chorizo. Fantastic! I got it all in there, for sure. Yes, and now I'm on to Bree. Bree's made a request. Something Christmassy, she says. Christmassy? Anything. Christmas. Getting time in the mood. In Maybe you can do. Oh, I've had I've had two people come back saying they like this. Oh, cool, cool. That's good. Yeah. Actually, I think I, think I, I think I pulled a vote as well from Natalie, who requested the uh, Cluedo one. Awesome, awesome. I think she she actually went and voted because she, she said. If you're confusing about the difference between liking the page and voting, voting is for the competition. Like page, liking the page is just like our website, and you like it. Yeah, if you want to vote, you got to vote for summer dot com. Yeah, that's true. But if they yeah. like it, they might make the effort There's to vote a, tomorrow. They might. You follow they... the the link that's on the on the video. Yeah. They might not have time to do all that right now. Oh, they can listen, keep the audio going, and come back and see what how Campbell's pictures developed as you know they go vote. You know, three three or four clicks it takes, but it's it's worth it. I yeah, I know Natalie actually voted because she said, "Geez, that was a pain in the ass." <laughs> <laughs> and I went, "Yeah, cool, you did it, good work." Oh dear. Um, okay. Well, thanks, Natalie. Thanks for persevering and giving. Yeah, us she's going to get like a, the biggest high five on Thursday at work. Awesome. Coming her way. Well, big high five is not always appreciated, you know? No, she loves them. It can hurt. No, she's she loves them. Harry's scarred. Did Harry, did Harry, did you get a bad high five once? Oh, you know, sometimes. Sometimes. Ladies, get a real big one. <laughs> um, so, Harry, what are you consuming? Stinging. Well, I've recently joined the modern era and I've bought myself... A um, smartphone. Oh, oh wow. 
Oh, did you? But your Android phone wasn't smart enough. No, it was incredibly poor. And so, like, when did this happen, Harry? I'm all over the internet and the apps and all that. I'm like consuming everything. What new apps are you running on the iPhone four now that you're (laughs) now that you're mobile rather than what apps do you bring from your iPad to your phone, Harry? Um, pretty much none of them. Oh, okay. Exploring the whole new world of iPhone specific apps. Okay. I'm totally all about Instagram. That's what I do. See, I don't get Instagram. Oh, no, it's like Twitter, except it's like sweet photos. Yeah. But, but is, is, is that something else Is that something else you need to subscribe to? Someone's Instagram Pro- account? Can you take a, you can take a photo? Well, you can log Harry. in with your Twitter account or your Facebook account, but you can create... If you don't use Twitter or Facebook, I think you can create an Instagram account. But then, yeah, like, Harry. if I want to check someone's Instagrams, I've got to go on Instagram, right? Oh, well, you can... People can tweet it from... So, you can get them in your Twitter feed if they tweet it. Yeah, see, that's... Pain in the ass. <laughs> Uh, but it's so simple. You just load up the app and you just all the photos start appearing. It's not. It's not like you have to go looking for the photos. They're all in that one place. Yeah. It's probably easier than having to browse through Twitter and look for other people's photos. Yeah. See, Twitter You're sucks. Right. <laughs> I much I've never done. I've never done Twitter actually. It's really boring. It's like I don't do. Oh, Twitter. only if you subscribe to boring people. Yeah, it's all about the people you subscribe to. It means you know, you've subscribed to crappy people. Well, maybe I have. You need to find some cool people to subscribe to. Yeah, I don't have time. To hey, did find you guys? Them. Did you guys see no- Social Network? The film? Yes. I did see the film. I did not like it. I liked it. I liked it. I really liked I it. What was wrong with it? And I thought the, I it thought lead, the lead actor was brilliant. Was, I thought it was silly. Yeah. There's something for Brie. It's Christmassy. It's, it's a Christmas elf for you, Brie. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. Thanks, Brie, for tuning in. Um... So, no specific apps you want to shout out, Harry? Yeah, what have you been really getting... Well, Instagram. Tell me Instagram. more. What have you been Instagramming? Um, I've only made two posts so far. I should probably follow you on Instagram then. You to- oh, I thought you didn't do Instagram. I've got it. I just hate it. That's why I can speak with authority when I say I don't like it. I'm just... um. Oh, wow. This person's posted a nice photo there. So um, <laughs> we we can't. Sorry, we we can't. Like he's getting people requesting, right? Yeah, off Twitter though. Yeah, off Twitter oh, and off Twitter. through my Facebook account and oh. all sorts of places. Yeah. Oh, okay. So don't worry, don't worry about what. Oh, that's what you're getting. Yep. But you're getting more hits than me. On 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 like, Am I? on my Facebook, I'm not getting that much. Um. Yeah, it's you know it's a tough world out there to sell. <laughs> Uh, I've been uh, using the thing that's going to replace Instagram, the new hit app. It's called Oink. And you you just rate things. So it's like if you go to Jizz Burgers and you have a Is good it like burger, hot or not? Yeah. And you take a picture of your burger that you had and you name the burger and you say, I like it or I don't like it. You know, and it gets tagged at Jizz Burgers. So when people come in and they see, they can look at what's at that shop, they can go, oh, look at these people and what they thought of the meal. So you can see what an actual real meal is because they can see the photos and you can see the mm. ratings of every object. So it's like you're not just rating a place, you're, you're rating the things you can sell, you sell uh, they're selling, you know? And it can be anything. You just rate anything and you just tag it. So if you go to, um, you will tag it burger, obviously, if you're rating a burger, or if you're going to pizza place, you'll tag it pizza. And so people can look at pizzas from all over Perth and say, or oh, what places have the best rating of pizzas? And so it's called Oink. Um, sounds pretty cool. Uh, you got to get into it. Oink. 
You're always telling me to get into things. Yeah, I don't generally get into it until it's like uncool. Yeah. It's like a bit yeah, uncool. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, so this person's like rating the shepherd's pie at this certain shop, and uh, this one's doing a bangers and mash. Uh, this is a beer someone's rating. I've been rating ciders for the cider cast. But what do you mean? It's a lot of crap, though, really. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. What's awesome is live broadcasts brought to you on Facebook.com slash Final Summer. Exactly. The vote for summer. It's real. It's something real. Webathon. It's something real. It's something yeah. real. You can really connect with yeah, people. Yeah, you can connect with people. us live. You can well, ask us yeah. questions, it's request real. drawings, vote for an awesome web series. I mean, you know, I'm from the old school, right? Because I'm a little bit older than you guys, just a little bit. So, yeah. like, I think a lot of stuff on the internet, a lot of people in my in my age group, think it's just a lot of crap. Yeah. <laughs> people just, you know, they're just soaking up so much of their time and wasting time yeah. on nothing. It's really a lot of nothing stuff, isn't it? This mm. isn't what we're doing now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's our, you know, little project. But, no, not not because of that. But this is something that you're actually doing. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's good, but there's just a lot of, I don't know. <laughs> What a waffle! Fucking bullshit! Fucking but wouldn't bullshit. you like if they someone oh, got a haircut? I would say they... fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the internet. Oh, we can I'll say whatever you like. Holding myself back no, is the no. ABC. Oh, I just oh, thought okay. you were really well spoken. It's unrated internet. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see the other side of me now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go, mate. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go race some cows around yeah, the track. Fucking ace, mate. Yeah. 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 Okay. You had your hairdresser hat on. <laughs> now you can put your racing hat on. Okay. Really get into it. Okay. Okay. The science hour. NASA sent a new. Mars probe up on the weekend. All up excited about the world's that. biggest mobile object that's gone to another planet. Are you guys pretty pumped? Oh, I saw that. I am mm. pumped. Um, Big vehicle. Have you seen mm. the contraption they have to yeah. get to land? It looks so common. I bet it's going to fail. It does sound like. Yeah. Didn't they like the last one? It was like a shoebox size fail. That's the one they, they, they yeah. sent just recently. To well, Mars. The, okay, to the, Mars, the window just opened to send. It only opens every two years for a couple months. So the Russians sent theirs last week and it died. And this week the Americans sent theirs, and I don't think it's dead yet. But Americans usually get a, you know, okay, getting it there. It's whether they land it. Have this really fancy contraption where it like comes down, it fires rockets, and it drops it, drops the car right. vehicle from a certain height, and it lands. Yeah, there's another vehicle which lowers it on a string. Yeah, down to the ground. And the other vehicle's got, like, rockets, so it, like, hovers above the ground, and it lowers it on a piece of string. What? No way. Have they tried this and on Earth yet? <laughs> well, yeah, they've tested it out. Yeah, but yeah. Out in the desert somewhere. After, oh. after a nine-month flight, there's so much potential for something, just one thing to go wrong, and that... You know, the, the, the last one, the last round was successful because they literally just covered them in huge balloons and made it just, they yeah. thumped into the ground and just bounced to a landing and that's how they, they were successful. Well, wasn't one of the last two didn't work? The, uh, the European one didn't work, but the two Americans ones oh, did. Oh, okay. So, yeah. are you talking about the, the, the one to Mars? Is that the one you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. But right. the Russians ones didn't even make out of but, Earth orbit. But I thought it's gonna, I thought it's, it's going to take two years to get there. It takes nine months to get there, I think. Oh. I'm not sure I mean, but maybe it's taking a shorter trip as usual, but usually it takes nine months. It's a long trip, mm. isn't it? Uh, yeah, because if you if you're sending um, humans there, you have you you, know, you got your window. You go nine months there, and then you have to wait on Mars until you got the window to come back, and it's another nine months back. And I'm not sure what how long that is between the, the windows to get back to Earth, but it's quite a while. So they won't be spe- they won't be sending men up there for humans. Well, they reckon they I think they're aiming for 2030, maybe. No, I don't know. Hmm. But uh, well, they're saying they Mars... keep pushing back because you know America doesn't have enough money to they keep. No, they're in the shit at the moment. Yeah, they're spending their money on wars instead That's of right. spacing. 
Space uh, fools. There must be a lot of oil in Afghanistan. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, there's, well, there's a lot of poppies. You know, the, the, the supporting the drug trade. A lot of minerals, mineral wealth. Yeah. I think hidden in those 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 mountains in Afghanistan. Mm. <clears throat> have to be. They must have sent the geos in there first, the geologists to get in there before the war started. <laughs> yeah, probably. Now, uh, concept corners. Can we but this is the ten year reunion? Yeah, we, we, had we, our, we just had our ten year reunion, high school reunion. Um, we had it on the weekend, ten years. Um, had it at the local local joint. We used to hang out now and then. So it was uh, a great catching up with all your old mates. Uh, it was a really weird mix of people because of all the people that, that did come and didn't come. Uh, you know, I was speaking to people at the ten year reunion that I actually didn't actually speak to when I was in high school. Um, oh, okay. So that was weird. I met the other James. I never spoke to in high school, but there was another James that was in our year. Oh, um, yeah. I never spoke to him. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what we talked about. I don't remember much at all, really. Blind, were we? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I remember getting home, so I thought maybe it, it was a safe night. But no, was this? This was Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah. Shit. And so, did you get some sleep last night? Because you told me you were going to bed early. F- four hours sleep, yeah. Unbelievable. You're going to... What do you think, Camel? You're not. It went too quick. Hmm. I felt I was leaving by the time I got there. Like, yeah. I spoke to a handful of people and I had to leave. Only like a third of the people I got to actually chat with. Yeah, I don't remember speaking to everyone. I s- and I was there from 7 o'clock. Well, yeah. 4 o'clock till till 4 o'clock in the morning. So it, was yeah. a, so it was a really good night then. I had a great yeah, night. Yeah, I had a great night as well. And I was I was a bit uh, anxious that it was going to be very awkward and weird, but it was just nice. Wasn't. Mm. Okay. It was just nice. I think it was a probably good setting. It wasn't like we were going out to a pub and yeah. I was worried I was going to get beaten up as well. Oh, I've expressed guy? that fear to a lot of people. <laughs> did, he, did he turn up? The guy didn't turn up. No, no, just 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 general fear, oh, anxiety okay. that someone would have had a vendetta against me mm. for a long time. This guy in, in, from high school, who used to be our friend, turned up at my workplace one day and said, "How's Campbell going? Next time I see him, I'm going to." Punch him in the face, and I thought we were, yeah, we were like on friends. pretty good terms. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this guy's serious. Yeah. Well, but we don't well, know what it's about. You can never be sure. You can never be sure with guy, I guess. But yeah. Well, you know the guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His name is Guy. Yeah. His name is he's, Guy. He's a guy and we guy. went to we went to high school with him, he and we were friends. Did you not him. like him? Or? No, I liked him a lot. He was a nice guy. You don't know whether yeah. he was joking or not. He seemed. He, well, you said he sounded pretty serious. Yeah. I don't know. And and I figure because he was someone I got on with well at high school. What must the people that I really didn't get on well with <laughs> yeah, yeah. high school think of me? It's That's wonder, what had me anxious. It's really a wonder you you know you came back sort of alive. Yeah. Well, yeah. Saturday night. And if Tommy turned up. Tommy? Yeah, there were a lot of people that kind of had it in for me in high Drew's school. Drew's in Drew. Why is that? Were you a bit of a prick in high school? I was an asshole. Was I an asshole? <laughs> yeah, a little. Was he an arrogant? Yeah. Pre- just a bit precocious. Was he arrogant? Precocious, arrogant. Up was, yourself. Yeah. Attitude. It wasn't, it wasn't Attitude. a bad way, though. <laughs> It was. It was. I was pretty not nice. Where was that coming from, Campbell? Oh, just the stress of being a teenager. I think <laughs> manifesting itself yeah. in that way. And also, I was quite a nihilist at that age as but you well. You seemed to have turned out all right. He's I've mellowed out a lot. Club and I've mellowed out. Oh, you were quite intense. Yeah, maybe teenager. But also, I just, I just didn't. Fi- I had no filter. You know, mm. I didn't have a filter. If I didn't like someone, I just tell them, and there wasn't any being nice mm. about it. It was just like fuck off. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was either. There was no middle ground. It was kind of like. Yeah. Someone gets a basketball thrown in their face, then you thought that was funny. You 
laugh at that. I'd laugh at that, and then I'd get... That might get you punched. Yeah, potentially. So, you guys were obviously close friends at school. Who's still close friends now. Yeah. So you've known each other for, like, what, 15 years or something? Jeez, yeah. You probably know each other for the rest of your lives, you guys. Yeah, I assume so. Well, 15 years. Yeah, we're not even 30 yet, so it's, it's more than half our lives we've all known each other. So, Whoa. that's a freaky stat. Are you two interested in film as well? or We've appeared in a lot of his films. Mm. <laughs> Campbell's an illustrator slash, slash writer. Um, Harry is a scientist. He's a, At the tru- moment, he's a truffle, a truffle scientist. A what scientist? A truffle scientist. Tr- oh, truffle. Studying uh-huh. truffles. Mm. Indeed. Right. I've never, I've never actually eaten one. Oh, oh we'll, have to, we'll have to. Are they yummy? You know what? You'll have to cook some truffles and we'll eat them as we're going around the racetrack. Yeah. <laughs> In a charger. So, what do they taste like? They're a fungi, aren't they? They're a fungi, yeah. They're, are they a bit like a mushroom? or? No, they're nothing like a mushroom. They've got a really distinct, kind of different taste. It's a very strong smell. It's more of a smell than a flavour, really. It's- I'll have to try them. So, what do you just cook them in butter or something in the fry pan? Yeah, you don't really cook them at all. You just kind of... Shave them. Shave them over. Like, you'll cook, like, a carbonara pasta or something like that. Just light flavours, something creamy, buttery, and just shave it on top. Oh. So just the heat, just a little bit of heat. So you don't use too much of it? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Unless you're very well off. It's got a very strong smell. You don't actually cut them into slices like a mushroom, you would? No, you'd shave them with the cheese grater or a... Truffle oh, grater. Oh, I see. That's why they're so expensive because yeah. people just use a little bit of them. It's like a spice, yeah. Oh, okay. I but are they that. are they very firm as well? Are they very hard? Yeah, no, they're quite hard. They're harder so than a mushroom. You, yeah, you would. Oh, so you wouldn't really right. cut them. They're into slices. a bit like a potato, I suppose. In yeah. Terms of I was I was surprised at how firm they look. Like a piece of coal. Yeah. They almost look more and like they're a quite mineral. Heavy, like 104. We're up to 104 votes. 104. Okay. Eight. They almost look like a mineral. They have a shine to them, and they're sort of mm. faceted. I was amazed when I first saw them at your They're house. They're pretty beautiful, sort of. Yeah. How, yeah. how big things. do they grow? Oh, up to a kilogram. And how long does it take them to grow that size? Well, they all they all take the same amount of time, so they go, it's an annual cycle. Oh, over a year. Oh, they start growing about now. About six months they take to grow. Oh, okay. But they right. they start forming in the summer, and then they'll be harvested in the winter. So, it'd be a very good business to get into then. The truffle. Mm, well, surprisingly, not really. No? No. Truffle. Oh, there's okay. a lot of... People doing it. There's a few people doing it at the moment. And there's a lot of effort and money. A lot of capital expense. And there's a long time... A wait period between... Before you actually get any return. And then there's a lot of faffing about in terms of finding them. you got to have trained dogs and... They're all underground. And there's a lot of effort involved in but if you were digging them up. Them- Commercially, you'd, have, you'd know where they are, wouldn't you? No, you have to train dogs. Oh. So they grow on the roots of the tree, so you, you put oh, in... Oh, right. You put in your trees. Oh, okay. And then you've got a... There's a lot more to truffles than what I thought. <laughs> yeah. I thought they just grew in this the ground they, like... They're so expensive. I just thought they, they just grew in the ground like a bloody mushroom or something. Well, they, well, the they do, but they're only up. on a certain tree, right, and on the roots. Unbelievable. Yeah. So you have to you have to inoculate the roots of your tree when it's a seedling with the spore, and then you plant it in the ground. You've got to wait 10, 15 years. God. And then your truffles start forming, if you're lucky. It's amazing. If you're lucky. 
It's so you, you can't seed a growing tree with spores? Oh, you can, but the root system of a growing tree is kind of hundreds of kilometres long, so you're going to need hundreds of kilos of truffle to inoculate it. You know what I mean? So, no, I'd like root really. system of the seedlings only, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand not... that, but why do you need to inoculate the whole root system? Well, you don't really need to. I mean, you could just do bit, but a, grow- a fully grown tree is going to have lots of other fungi colonising its roots, so there's going to be competition. That'll compete. Oh. And, yeah. So, what is the, what is the fungi, uh, what does the uh, truffle grow in the roots? Does the tree, the tree needs it, or? Yeah, well, it's a symbiote, so the fungi provides nutrients to the tree right. and the tree gives it kind of carbohydrate from the leaves sugars mm. they help each other they help each other and then we eat them yep and chop them down no they're purpose built for yeah. people to eat because they grow underground they've got no other way of dispersing their spores so if they live underground and then they die their spores just stay underground so they need something to pick them up and take them and well people are pigs right people so there's lots oh. of different species of truffle and they all have different aromas and they attract different species of animals and insects. Oh. And so this species is obviously really attractive to humans. So how did humans find them? Oh, I don't know. They've been eating them in France for hundreds of years. So I wonder, I wonder how that came about, though, to actually That's fascinating, find yeah. a truffle. Well, but you can, you can sometimes see them. They form a bit of a mound under the soil. They, like, push up the soil. So you can say, oh, there's a bit of a crack in the soil there. There might be a truffle under there if you dig it the right time of year. And you often see other animals digging around for them and that sort of thing. So you got but one, one of the things digging. I find really interesting, one of the aspects of it, I think you were telling me, Harry, is at one point in France, it was like, they were like potatoes. Mm. They were just so common. And the, they knew how to harvest them and grow them. And the, the acreage, you know, there were just acres and acres and acres of reliable... Yeah, well, they didn't know how to right? harvest... Well, I suppose they didn't know how to harvest them, but they weren't farmed. It was just... Oh, okay. It's because there was acres and acres of forest, and so... Oh, okay. There were lots and lots of truffles. But they had to knock all that down, didn't they? All the trees. Well, they steadily, over the years, knocked it down to put in wheat crops and vineyards. Yeah, but this good has moved from being a really common food food item in France to being a real prestige sort of... You know, the the economics of it all is really fascinating. Well, it's not so much... It's more that they were sort of discovered by the elite and they... I guess the chefs learnt how to cook with them to make them into something delicious. Kind of because, delicacy. yeah, well, if you found a truffle and just ate it, you'd think it was foul. It, it's not very nice. Mm. You need to learn, you know, what foods combine it with. You only want a little... You don't want to eat a whole lot of it. You just want a small taste of it. So, so are you suggesting that it became a staple part of French recipes, the French cuisine stable, and then as they became rarer the demand for them or well, I think it kind of worked its way into the kind of I've got no idea how it actually happened but I assume it kind of worked its way into the cuisine of just you know country cooking and then it slowly yeah. worked its way up into more elite circles and back in the day they used to have you know they find recipes for a stuffed turkey or whatever mm. it's just got you know 10 truffles stuffed inside a turkey. And these days, that'd be a couple of thousand dollars worth of truffles. Yeah, wow. That's amazing. What's one truffle worth? It's about $2 a gram, $2 or $3 a gram. So you'd get a truffle kind of this big, it'd be 100, 200 bucks. Shit. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty amazing. 
Yeah, I was reading something about the history of um of like modern shellfish consumption and lobster. I think at one point lobster was really looked down upon in the Americas. Yeah. It was like, like Wharfie's food or Wharfie's crab or something was considered. You know, aren't, like, they, aren't they thought of as like a, a parasite on the bottom of the ocean? They sort of eat all the, all this, all this shit, don't they? Eat the crap or something. Can they stay scum oh, yeah, on the bottom yeah, of the ocean? Yeah. And everything that falls to the bottom, they eat it. Right. So, that you know, you, you don't want to eat the thing you that's eating all eat the that, shit then. of the that's ocean. That's what they do, apparently. Yeah. They're like the cockroach of the ocean, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that's, that's a pretty good analogy, yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah, now that become, makes sense. That become a delicacy. But now it's a yeah. Now it's a love, highly sought after. I love after lobster. Mm. So you no, just need good. to go and find whatever food we currently think now, is, is shit. Is shit. Do we need just, to give another you know, poem? Go for final it. final summer. What, what else? Vote for summer. My, my favorite shellfish Vote is the Mortonbaybar.com. Please. Although Morton Morton I think it's a James, James Pontifex. His latest project. Support James. Love it. It's my favorite. I prefer it over lobster as well. How many people listening right now? Anything. You have to go to Morton Bay to get one. I know it's quite have a. We trip. got many people. Five, maybe. Um. <laughs> can I can I find that out? How do I find that out? Uh, we've got two people listening. Oh, two very cool people. Uh, what are their names? Um, today I learned this is from Reddit that the word idiot originates from ancient Greek word. Idiots, meaning a private person, a person who is not actively interested in politics. Hmm. Idiots. Do we have any idiots in the room? Idiots? I think you have to be... um, I think you have to think about politics to a certain degree, Hmm. don't you? Well, everything's a political act, isn't it? Because we all... We are affected by it, Hmm. whatever they do, so... I wouldn't consider myself an idiot. No. You do have to take some interest. I mean, a lot of people don't, though, do they? Yeah, no, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't give a shit at all. Just go about their daily business. I mean, I suppose in, in Australia we're sort of lucky in a way that we've got Liberal and Labor. They just keep bouncing across the top of each other and the Greens pick up the bits and pieces here and there and mm. and um, it keeps working. <laughs> That's not really. What do you think, James? Well, it's not a lot Sorry, of I'm choice. Sorry, I'm not paying attention. Difference between the two. What's that? It's not really not, a lot not of a choice. Huge, not a huge... T- used to be. Because mm. Labor was the working class party. Yeah. But they've become a lot more moderate now. Oh, there, there's such a fine line between the two <laughs> the two major parties. Mm. It's hard to tell them apart. Do you guys... Are you guys influenced by what your parents put? No. 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 Uh, I suppose... No. I used to argue with my father a lot about politics. My, my father was a Labour voter, hmm. and I was, I'd always, I was attracted to the Liberals, hmm. which are the Nationals in New Zealand. Yeah. you got Labour and National, which is the Liberal Party, basically. Mm-hmm. And we used to have, you know, my father used to get really annoyed with me that I voted <laughs> for the Liberal Party. He used to really, used to really piss him off. <laughs> but, I, you know, I mean, we were, that why you I, did I it? loved him very much. We were very close, but when it came to that, we... Our family has screaming matches, and even though we usually end up voting for the same people, <laughs> it's typical. the worst subject you can get onto. Yeah, yeah. It's politics and religion. It's like, I mean, the thing is, there's no point really arguing about them because if I believe in Labour and you believe in Liberal, what's the point of really arguing about it? Because you're not going to change each other's mind, are you? No. 
if, pretty... you, if you can discuss it, that's good. Apparently, when it turns into an argument. Don't go there. <clears throat> Apparently, this song "I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas" is not about white people. Yeah, I it's believe about the snow. that. Because it wasn't. It was, it was famously sung by a black guy, well, and he was dreaming of maybe being part of. What, no. James? No, I think. White no, well, obviously that's not true, but that was a myth, right? Wasn't it? No, no, I've, I've never, never heard, heard that. That's the first time I've heard of it. If that's a myth, that's a very well hidden myth. From mm. I think you just made that up, James. I think you're just trying to get ratings, increase your ratings. Mm-hmm. You're doing a Carl Sandler. Oh, I've had no good topic, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on, guys, I want some feedback here. So Harry Campbell's put down. Who's the hottie now? No, no, cancel that. Cancel Scrap that. Scrap that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to read the show notes and d- engage in the discussion. No, that I was just floating that idea. We're not going to do that. Well, I want to read these show notes now. We decided against it. As soon as I typed it, I was like, no, nah, that's not going to happen, but I'll just put it in the show notes for a laugh. Okay. <laughs> that's too hard. Vampire of the Week. <laughs> the section we never, ever complete. Look, I'll kick it off. Because last night, I watched a vampire movie. It was oh, really? on free-to-air television. Anyone know what it was? Vampire it's movie. Twilight. Oh, really? Twilight. I, yeah, I watched the... I watched Did a bit watch of it? it, Twilight. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I didn't couldn't, didn't really get into it that much. Did you, James? I've never seen it. I don't even know what it's about. Do you like it? No. No, oh, very much not. I do know not. that. Just, just as you have... The girl has a baby vampire inside her and it punches itself way out of her stomach. Yeah. Yeah, my sister told me that. Because yeah. she was a huge Twilight fan. Well, I'm oh. kind of looking forward to it. I, I kind of want to see that one. I think mm. it'd be a bit The sex scenes amusing. are apparently really good because they're actually oh, really? together, aren't they? Those two. Two main characters. Oh, I don't know. The actors, <coughs> I thought they weren't allowed to have sex. Oh. No, they're in a relationship. They're married now. Yeah, there you are go. Yeah. So they, they, yeah. the chemistry was always very was believable them. because it yeah. was real. There was no acting going on. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, well, no, in the book, they're married. The chemistry was actually there. <laughs> I don't know if they're married oh, in real, real life. life. No, I don't think they're married in real life. I think they, they're together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are together, so. But apparently Twilight started as like a major like Christian novel. She's Mormon. Promoting, like, Mormon, yeah. She's a Mormon. Is that right? Yeah. Promoting, you know, good Mormon Mayer. values. No really? sex before marriage. Mormons. They're... And what happens if you have sex? You get the baby punched out of your stomach. Yep. Yeah. Pretty, Pretty full much. on, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so what was what was the best vampire in it? Who was the best vampire? Oh, look. Um, I, I, I already actually seen the film. I saw it a long time. I think when it first came out on DVD, I saw it. <coughs> Because um, my sister had it out, and she was like, "You got to watch this thing; it's amazing." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah!" And Liz and I watched it. And we're like, "Ah, oh, um, great, good work." Um, but then it was on TV, and I was like, "Oh my god, I remember it being so shit. I'm gonna have to see this thing again." And Liz and I were exhausted because we both worked sort of nine day week, and um, uh, yes, we watched it, and it was just so bad, so incredibly bad. But, um, but is it funny? I heard it's. It is funny. It's, it's funny. funny bad. Yeah, yeah, it is funny. Bad. Um, Full of Dutch angles. Huh. Um, What's a Dutch angle for the um, non-film person? Camera. It's a, yeah, it's where they tilt the camera a bit to the right, so it sort of makes you uneasy. The theory is it makes you uneasy uh, when you watch it because it's just uh, subtle sl- 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 enough that you don't realise it's been tilted, but subconsciously you notice it. Yeah, at least heaps the theory of that shit. Yeah. Heaps. Of, well, yeah, subconsciously, yeah. supposedly, unless you're aware of them. In yeah. which case, you go. Uh, um, lots of uh, you know, like fast forwarding the video okay. or the film so that. People look like they're moving really quickly, <coughs> mm. which kind of works a little bit. But when you got someone running across a field doing it, it looks really crap, especially when it's 2011 and 
kind of think maybe they could do a better job. And so, <laughs> is it true that the vampires sparkle and they don't burn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I think you know that you know she did some interesting things with the vampire mythology. I mm. guess why not? So, like, do they prefer to hang out in daylight then because they look cool? No, what they do, what they, <laughs> what do they do? <laughs> yeah, well, he busts out like. In one of the hilarious scenes of the movie slash book, he um he sort of reveals to her that he's a vampire, and he and he unbuttons his shirt and and stands out in the light, and he's like, "Oh, I'm a monster." And then of course it's whatever Robert Patterson, you know, this gorgeous um, you know <laughs> teen model guy, mm. and he's um sort of opens his chest up and he's glittering, and he's got this like you know wonderful physique, and he's going, "Oh, I'm hideous," and so you hear the whole audience, well, the whole you know. Adult audience rolls their eyes and the eyeballs fall out of their head and the you know the <laughs> teen girls go oh he's a magic um, but you no know, no I think he's pretty cool in the film actually he's you know he's an alright vampire she's she's insufferable in it she's yeah just I about she's the one worst of actor despicable characters put on but film. just as an actress oh, she's okay. just I liked her in uh, so you talk about Twilight still yes <laughs> <laughs> she's she's good is she no I no. found her just oh. I, I found her represent oh, her, the, I found the character she created was just so the lead, thoroughly lead, unlikable lead, car- lead role yeah, yeah. and, I do, and it, it makes it completely unbelievable that this vampire who's however many hundred years of years old would be attracted to her in any way because she's portrayed as being you know really um, insecure and kind of uh, unpopular and a bit pathetic and kind of unlikable and he's drawn to her and it's his acting's not bad He's he's good. Yeah, yeah he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's yeah. got a great look. He's got a real Edward Scissorhands look about him. You yes. know, like in like Johnny Depp and Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. It's unusual. You, yeah, and a very you know beautiful kind of like a little do- a porcelain doll, and you just you are drawn to him. But yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, just yeah. Uh, you know so unremarkable. Okay, I haven't watched enough of it to sort of. Well, I've seen him in other films. Oh, okay. I, and quite liked him. Uh, Water for Elephants. You see that? No, no. I saw her in this movie, Kirsten Stewart, um, and she's not that great, but it was a surprisingly good called In the Land of Women. It's about um, the guy from the OC hooking up with Meg Ryan. <laughs> wow, I'd watch that. Yeah, check it out. It's called my hot tip of the week. Um, so I'm sorry, I'm prepared. We need a question of the week. Um, I thought we were going to talk about motor racing, but not now. Oh, yeah. We've got all different types of segments. Well, we've got the Fang and Car News coming up. Do you want to talk? go to that? Yeah, let's, let's think, I think of a question. They might get a bit bored with the car stuff too much. No. Oh, it's, you know, it's Well, that, well we have talked about it. We have talked about it quite a bit. Really. Campbell went to the Fiat car show. I did. Yeah. The Fiat car show. The Fiat car show. Yep. Um, there's some nice classic old cars there. Yeah. Well, when I, um, I work at the museum, so um, in the Perth Cultural Centre, about a month ago, we had a Mercedes car show that went on. Um, what were you doing there? Oh, uh, at the museum. I work in the Discovery Centre, which is like oh, the kids right. section. So just hang out and welcome people to the museum and yeah, show people around. So it's, it's good it's, stuff in there? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool space. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. Um, but, yeah, yeah, so I work on Sundays, and, yeah, one Sunday they had the Mercedes car show. Right, okay. Or, you know, it was like the Mercedes Club of P- Perth kind of putting on a car show. Um, and it was it was really boring, actually. I was um, I was kind of let down. And um, then, yeah, just this weekend they had the Fiat one, and it was awesome. It was so good. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because <clears throat> of the Mercedes that are in Perth. You know, like the range of Mercedes isn't that, mm. but they were all just kind of very. Where the, where the how many cars they have? 
They had them all, all not all in the museum, obviously. No, not in the museum, out outside. the front. Yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what in that? Um, just where? Well, the library in that area then. Yeah, where the library is. Yeah, because they've got that amphitheater there now, haven't they? The yeah, big, the so big not, screen. Yeah, so not down in the amphitheater, but they were showing a, um, a Mercedes documentary the whole time. I love that day. area that they've yeah. done there. It's great that area there. It gets a lot of use. It gets That's a lot brilliant. of use. That's um, brilliant. Really good. And it's it's livened it up, hasn't it? Because it was oh. a dark space and it was a, in, inviting a lot of dark stuff was going on. And that, you know, yeah. you, you, I, I went to the Blue Room Theatre a few times. You'd walk out of there. And it was dark and dingy and all these characters hanging around. Oh, well, they still but, hang around. But, oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now they get to watch TV while they hang out. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, that's true. Um, I'm not going to rob anyone. They might be watching something on TV. Yeah, keep them busy. Watching a film, yeah. Um, but the Fear Car Show was fantastic. Mm. And um, just so much energy just from the design perspective of the vehicles. You know, they just had... It sounds cliched, but they just did have so much character and personality, you know. It's all the classic stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, and lots of the contemporary um, 500s as well. And um, what is it? The Ritmo and the Punto, I think it is. Um, but uh, they also had um, some Lancias. Like, yeah. they had a Stratus, isn't it? Oh, right, yeah. Which is just amazing, because I've, I've only seen... So, the two-door one. Yeah, the, the tiny little... Yeah, tiny little rally car. And it's got the windscreen, windscreen that wraps around. I've seen it in... Oh, oh I know the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'd seen it in photos. It won know. a lot of rallies. Oh, yeah, yeah. World, it kind rally, of dominated the rally scene, scene yeah. at the time. That's right. Um, and I'd say it's one of those cars where, you you know, if you've seen it in books or photos, and um, and that's one thing. But then when you actually see it in real life, you know, the actual physical presence of the car is so low. Hmm. And the cockpit's so tiny. And it, it's just amazing to look at, you know. Just... Yeah. Yeah, just incredible. It's something completely different. That's a really cool car. Yeah, and all the Fiats. I loved it. Mm. The Mercedes Castro, yeah, it just paled in comparison. It's really? just a whole bunch of silver boxes. Who's organising it? It's just the, the I think it's the car co-ops. Okay. okay. Car, car owners. Well, they should get the charge. I remember driving past. There. You should. They did a... No, the Valiant, the, the Valiant Club. All the classic old Valiant. Yeah. Sorry, John. I remember driving past Burswood one day and they had this, uh, like, Convy thing. All these, there was hundreds of Convys all parked. I assume they were all meeting together. Yeah. I quite often have them on the foreshore. Just last weekend, oh, the, on the same day actually as the Fiat one, they had a um, a Porsche car show on the foreshore. Hmm. Porsche foreshore. Porsche foreshore. I remember always going to. My mum and dad were always obsessed with the f- f- boating and camping, fishing expo. Oh man! I wonder if did you ever go? Yeah. Did you ever bump into Liz Day? I wonder if you guys <laughs> ever had a like a. I wonder. You yeah. probably did. Yeah. Like bump into each other at some point. My mum and parents were never into caravans, though, so... Oh, but I might probably would have gone, looked in them, and, you know, tried to find the biggest one. Because I remember we had a competition with my brother to see who could find the biggest caravan, like... Um, and you'd have to bring back the spec sheet and compare <laughs> it. <again. laughs> I've only got three people on chat out of all my friends. That's ridiculous, isn't it? You get more friends. Well, it's getting late. It's quarter to past ten. Yeah, it's true. They're all going to bed. Including me, shortly. So, Harry, we're trying to... Th- oh, no. We've got more carnage, sorry. How many have we got now? You saw an orange MX-5 with the license plate. Don Juan. Exciting. It just made me laugh. That's all. That's it. It's, it's <laughs> a brand new MX-5 with Don Juan and the, the G, G or, or the J. J is spelled with, is spelled a, six. with a six. Yeah. Sort of a... Yeah. A portly Asian man with a bit of a bald spot driving it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I thought, mm, maybe not so Don Juan-like. So, was it MX-5 the Mazda? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Have you ever driven an MX-5? No. No? That's a, that's a little... The little, cold beers are in the fridge. They look a bit of a girl's yeah. car to me. No, not that one that went in the house. <coughs> they look, look there might be a, a cold female beer car. In. Yeah. They've got that... Uh, that the it's S- not really a bloke's up. car, is it? Oh, it's not as blokey as a big Falcon XB or anything. Or no. <laughs> or a Charger. Or a Charger, no. Definitely not. But apparently they're fantastic cars. Reviewers are always they, just they giving are. them amazing reviews. They do get they do get a good rap. Saying you know they get that yeah they get a um you know they're a bit of an all rounder. Yeah, a lot and of guys use them for um, uh, uh, what they call it. I um, mean, the car park racing. They call it. Um, oh, I forget what they call it. You know, they do the point to point stuff in the car park. What they call it. Oh, they're very good for that apparently. Oh, okay. Um, and I guess they, I mean, I guess they're cheap and they're, you know, real yeah. drive and yeah. no, they're nice very lightweight and yeah, they're, and they're pretty quick. They handle well. I've heard. Is this another request, Campbell? No, I'm just filling time. I think my requests are all done, but because yeah. this is up on the live stream, I feel like I should probably put something up. Uh. Okay, I'm trying to find a question of the week. Do you have any suggestions for question of the week, Harry? Question of the week? Is there normally a uh, theme for that? No, is there anything? I don't recall anything? this um, segment. We've still only got one person listening. Well, what, what what have we had for question of the week in previous weeks? We've had, would you rather drink a pint of urine or eat a shit? <laughs> oh, that's right. No, it's James's contribution. A pint that? of your own urine. Was it a pint of your own urine? Or was someone, that the worst thing oh, you could it? do? You no, say? it's just would you rather, I guess. Is that what the okay, segment I'm going to go to wouldyourather.com and see what happens. Would you rather, it. yeah, it was would you rather. And James came up with, James, what was the first one yeah. we had? Would you rather... Yeah, would you eat a pint of someone else's piss or a plate of your own poop? Oh, that's right. Ugh, that's gross. <laughs> it is, yeah. That is gross. And Harry, what was your response? Um, I think it was definitely the piss. Well, you can you yeah. can stay alive on your own urine apparently for a yeah. while. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be someone else's though, does it? You can eat. Well, drink. no, no, no. Sorry, in the question, it has to be someone else's. <laughs> yes. If you're trying to stay alive, you can drink your own. Yeah. 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 Right. No, just <laughs> the hypothetical. I'm sorry. Yeah. In our rule, what would you rather eat a plate of your own feces or some a pint of someone drink a pint of someone else's urine? I have to be the urine. It would, wouldn't it? Have to be because well, you. Oh yeah, I went on a big rant about this, but you you will get sick if you eat oh, the feces. You couldn't do. It. But you wouldn't get sick if you drank the urine, and you mm. could chill it, put it in the fridge, get it nice and frosty, and, and knock it back. It'll be fine. Mm. I reckon. No dramas. <laughs> would you rather know the date it's a of your gross subject to talk about? That. Oh, this is the the hard topics we have to. And what was about. another one? Can you ever imagine a situation where you had to? Cut up a, a dead body. body. Yeah. Oh. Right. But you can and eat it. No, just cut no. it up. Cannibalism. Just having to cut it up, you know. Well, you know the... You know dissecting, the, dismembering. Well, and you know the, the, the Maldives? The Maldives in New Zealand? Yeah. They used to um, eat. Do you know that? They used eat. to eat. Eat what? Eat the white eat men. Other. Oh, the white men. <laughs> what the other, other white meat? It's called puha. Puha. Is the vegetable mm-hmm. that they grow, and pakiha is the white man. Puha and pakiha, yummy, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, it's true. Did you not know that? No. Oh, there you go. I, sometimes I th- think you're not being serious. No, no it's, it's true. That's that is true. true. 
Puha and Pakeha. As another very tasty. Maori citizen. Oh, apparently, oh, so, oh you know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have got ADD, you know that. Yeah. I go, zzz, yeah, it's, is that ADD when you can't, you think of it like a hundred things at once? Yeah. You know, you, it's genius. It's what it is. Mm. But I, I, I sometimes I'm thinking I'm of a hundred things at once. Yeah. You do. Yeah. It's like it's weird, isn't it? I get like overload, and I'll start saying something, and it just goes. <laughs> something else comes in. It's yeah. weird. That's ADD, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Is it raining? It's raining hard. What's your question? Um, it's raining. Okay. Well, I'm trying to find some good ones, but uh... that's not good for the Foo Fighters, is it? Oh yeah. Oh, they did tonight. It's a traffic jam. Tenacious D. Yeah, yeah, that's Tenacious right. Tenacious D on tonight. Think oh, with the Foo Fighters. Yeah. It's Jimmy Jacks. Jimmy Jacks. Uh, Black Jacks. Jack, Bla- Jack, Jack Black. Black, yeah. <laughs> I found that out tonight. I didn't even know who they were. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm just picking at random, okay? In the universe. Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? Date. Date. Date of your death or the cause of your oh, death? Oh, right. Yeah, we'd all have to go date, wouldn't you? Otherwise, just to freak you out. Yeah. yeah. So what's the reason? But then again, it? if you knew the cause of your death, you'd steer clear of whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, but but what happens man, if it was you'd like always get you'd get you getting hit by a car? You'd never go outside again. Yeah. Oh, no matter what it was, there'd be some ironic way that it would yeah. get you. No date. It would be empowering, just like in Big Fish, because you'd know that you wouldn't die until that time. Yeah. All right. I think yeah. that all my friends have gone to bed. Fair enough. You yeah. know that? I think they've all gone to They're all bored, fanging around. They need the harder hitting questions. So that was too easy, you're saying? That was too easy. That was too easy. That was... We got consensus on that, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> Under 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, no one's even coming back on my invites now. <laughs> Some of these questions I think it's time terrible. I went to bed, actually. What time are you guys going till? 11. I'm, well, these guys go can go wherever they want. I'm going till 1 a.m. You are. You are. You are really going to hang in there. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to do it. I just hope he does well in this. I really do. Um, have you got another question for us? Oh, they're all stupid. Okay, I watched a documentary last night on Phil Spector. Yeah, yeah. Has anyone seen that? I don't remember what it's no, called. No, I've never seen that. Phil Spector. The, the, probably the greatest music producer of all time. Are we okay to say that? Uh, it's debatable, but I'm sure. What about Dr. Dre? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dr. Dre is pretty cool. Uh, they should team up. Dr. Dre and Phil Spector. Get the wall of sound happening. Get the I... wall of, yeah. The wall of chronic happening. That, um, just changing the subject. Oh, I'll go for it. Um, that interview you had with Aaron today. Yeah. Gave John Versato a bit of a rev up, didn't he? John Versato? Yeah, I didn't. I don't know the guy. He was paying out on some guy. <laughs> um, they were having his massive argument on. Well, have, have any of you guys seen Blame? The film Blame? No, mm, not me. Per- Is that with Jennifer shot in Lopez? No. Shot in Perth. Ah, uh, no, no. Oh. Is that by John Versato? No, no, I don't okay. think so. All right. Who, what does he do, John Fasado? He was a filmmaker in Perth. I thought yeah. you'd know him. I don't know anyone. He's, he's made needle. Closet. He's made needle, and um, oh, needle. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
Because um, you, 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 I picked up you were being a little bit sort of coy about, it and I thought you might have known him. Yeah, I didn't know. I well, I wasn't paying attention when he said who he was talking. He was arguing with, so because I was looking at whether we were on, still online or something. And so, but he, he, you know, he was giving a big rabbit, and he was talking about piracy. So I was joining in on that, but I didn't actually know the original origion of this argument. I mean, Aaron's piracy. got an interview because he just sort of comes out with stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> which is you know, <laughs> it likes being controversial. Yeah, exactly. Um, Makes good radio. Would you rather... So, were we going to ask about Phil Spector? Was it a question or just if we'd seen it? Or did, did, was the question what we agree that he's there? I don't, I don't know. I was just I was just opening up some conversational, uh, you know, uh, avenues. Yeah, it was interesting. But it sort of... Um, it, it was... Uh, it was called A- The Agony and Ecstasy of Phil Spector, I think it was mm. called. And it was kind of... Um, it was uh, cutting between a couple of different timelines um, constantly. One of them was um, the trial of um, that um, the lady that he was actually convicted of murdering, yeah. um, and also his rise to fame as a producer, and then also intercut with um, the original interview footage of him now, or you know, okay. most recently. Has he gone crazy? Most certainly, yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty. Nuts. He's pretty something, yeah. But he was he was given some people a real wind up as well. He had a real Beaners bonnet about some performer. I can't even remember who it was. He just kept going on and on about this person. I I but, don't I don't think I don't like I don't like if I go and see a Perth film. Hmm. It's made by Perth people. Cause I like to support the industry. I don't like bagging it. Hmm. I, I sort of in private. I would say to you, hmm. but it, on air. And bagging it, and, and so people don't go and see it. I don't think it's a mm. good thing. They make their own judgment, even if the film, if you thought it was average yourself. Mm. Um, I don't think it's a good thing to bag other filmmakers in Perth because we want to help each other. Not, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's always a pressure you have. Is like they might, you might need their help one day, and then they won't well, help you because you bagged out of them. Yeah, and I, I just don't think that you need to do it. I mean, the same. You want to try and help, the, you know, because the industry in Perth is pretty small. We want to, we want to. Whoever's having a crack and having a go at it, yeah. support them. Don't you know? I, that's where I'm coming mm. from, anyway. Whether I like the film or not. I mean, but I um, think I think if some people got got the 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 way they made the film was by sleeping with the right people, and it turns out to be a crap <laughs> film, then you should bag them because we want to discourage people doing that. You know. Okay. Well, that's a pretty that's a different angle again. Accusations you're making there. No, I just see some people who just get funding all the time. But they're not actually doing anything better than I've seen other. I'm not talking about myself here. I've seen my, some of my friends. No crackers left. All gone. Sorry, it's all gone. Sorry. Uh, I, I mean, I've seen some of my friends go for funding and not get it, even though their their project was like even just the preliminary stuff they showed me was way better than the final project that these other people did. It's but all about because they're friends with the people who gave the were giving the who decide who the funding goes to. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, so if you get this, if you got this project up, for example, mm-hmm. would you be? Have you got? Have you got a, a crew in mind that you would use? No, I'd have to create it from scratch. Right. Yeah. But you'd have you've got enough contacts to put a decent crew together. I I mean I know obviously I know a couple of people from distance I, who I know would be interested in the project, but I've never worked with them, so I don't know what whether they'll be good to work with. So that's oh, a hard thing. Okay. You have to roll the dice. Because you'd want to, um, obviously... And, of course, as soon as you've got money on hand, every man and his dog turns up. That's right. Only time I've ever paid someone to do something, I 
as soon as I said that I had money and I was going to pay someone to do it, I had so many offers mm-hmm. and all these people were saying, oh, yeah, I once turned a tap on, so I'm qualified to be in your f- be in your film. And, uh, anyway. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's bizarre behaviour. Yeah. You know, I mean, the good thing about money is the only people who actually work on the film are the ones who are either like your real friends Campbell. or the people who are passionate about Thanks. the project. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. I just thought I had... I, I just, mm. No one's been looking at... We haven't commented on his pictures. I, no, I always love them. I mean, I just I'm so excited. At, I love this guy. He, he just looks so happy. I know the guy on the They're right. great. They're great pictures. What's happening in that one, Campbell? So that, what's so what's Cam- going on? Campbell, that's... Kind of sc- I reckon it's a little... Uh, a uh, primary school detective agency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those guys. They're out to solve mysteries and shit. They're getting it done. So that so every time I, I see some of these f- pictures, I just think of kids' books straight away. Yeah. I mean, look at those two. In, look at those two interesting characters there for a kids' book. I mean, there's two classic characters there, James. Yeah, yeah. For a kids' book, you could, sit, where, you could just go with that. I'm just okay. busting two, out ideas. Two little detectives. Well, one's a, little a detective little. and one's a little... What's the other one? That guy's, he's the hard man. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's the muscle of the operation. Look at him. Yeah. He reminds me a bit of Mark Murphy. Yeah, he's probably got a bit of that going on. He looks here. like he's a bit sort of hyperactive. I think me. so. I think so. You can really see the whites of his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are like a bit... James, you're already jaded before you've even got funding. <laughs> No, well, I, I mean, I just hope that people watch stuff and find it exciting and they go, I want to make that. Um, I mean, it's hard because I'm not doing stuff that's so, like, sellable for this thing, you know? Like, if if they decide to go for just a comedy, I have no chance. But if they go for something different, they were like, oh, we, well, they want a comedy one last year, let's do something different, they might have a chance. But also, you don't have a, a minute, you don't have... Sp- much time to sell something. Was that... Oh, okay. The the So, James and Henry last year... I don't even have to... Like, the only other thing we submit is a 200-word synopsis. So, they're going to take... A, they, they're trying to establish that you can explain a... Um, a 200-word? A 200 synopsis, yeah. A seven-episode arc in 200 words. Uh, and make it attractive... So it's just a weird format, and you get, there's 80 entries or something. So you're getting lost in all this the crowd. I don't know. I'll be interested to see how they actually judged it. I wish hey. they would make a documentary of how they judged it after that, and show us afterwards how they went through and you know rated it. But um, one more like. That's okay. Yes, people are saying I think Aaron's that. telling me off for not knowing who he was talking about in the big argument that we just <laughs> talked about for like an hour. What's that? Um, so, well, Aaron's yeah. Here. Aaron, come on, did he? Yeah, he sent me a message, but I'm, I'm logged out. So. Uh, so, what are you talking about, Phil Spector? Didn't he, like, he reinvented mono? I he, he was all about mono. Yeah. He thought stereo was bullshit. Yeah. And... <laughs> I'm I'm all about the 7.1s, you know, and he's the enemy of 7.1s because now everything in music, and it's also to blame t- to do Apple's partially the fault is everything's designed to be listened at 128 kilobits on an iPod. Uh, mm. Industry standard um, bullshit. Take so it back r- to Mono Man. Phil had it right. 
I mean, I love mono for this. We record this in mono because it's just pure conversation, you know? It's good. It's very clear. Yeah, but for, I, I mean, it's, thought, it's a I'd... whole new experience having it through the earphones, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I, I love thought... podcasts. I'm addicted to podcasts. It's you know, can't have a conversation. Was, I thought yeah. this was stereo. So, uh, you know, I mean, we record in two channels, but I, I put mine on one channel and all of you on the second channel, right? Just because I'm, I'm always bumping stuff so that I can filter that while you guys are talking about. Something. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I mean, in theory, you can record in eight channels, but the computer tends to crash when you do that. So oh, okay. I don't. Right. And it's not like I actually spend that much time editing to go and filter everyone's person's channel perfectly mixed for something that sort of just gets thrown into in a basic simulator. But you you are a fan of mono? No, and, not really. I don't uh, care. Yeah, okay. I'm happy whatever. <laughs> no, look, I mean, Phil Spector showed it's not about the technology. Yeah, yeah. It's not about whether it's 7.1 or it's mono or it's acoustic or it's mm. electric. It doesn't matter. You just got to do something. You got to do the best mm. job with what you've you got. believe mm. in. You know, whatever. Yeah, you've got to take the the technology and your resources as far as they'll take you. Mm. And I think he had stereo available to him. He just didn't want to do it. Yeah, he was just like, "Fuck that." I quite because like then people stereo, fuck around with the stereo and they, you know, they're moving it around and. Well, with stereo, beef. but you, with stereo, you normally just mm. have balance, don't you? So you got yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was—I don't know—he was opposed to it. He just wanted to. Yeah, well, well, he created the made wall of sound. Yeah, and it made everything sound better. Like if people were just listening to their the music on their the radio in the kitchen, right? Everyone has these AM radios that only have one speaker anyway. So he wanted to design it for that. So that if they're getting good sound, then even the people they're listening to stereo get good sound. It obviously doesn't take advantage of stereo, but it's this everyone gets good sound. Obviously, when you get some stereo tracks, when you put them down to mono, they take, sound terrible. They lose their soul. Well, doesn't stereo come from having two ears? Is that the... well? Yeah, sure. I mean, so we hear in a... stereo. Yeah, but unless unless your unless your speakers from, actually far apart enough, you don't get the stereo separation to appreciate anyway. If oh. if, if you weren't those little mini video decks and the speakers are right there together, it might as well be mono, right? Because the speakers mm. aren't far apart for your ears to. To take like the seven point one, like yeah. if you seven, if you if you put all mean? the speakers, in yeah. Right. What's Sorry, seven point one, seven. What's that? Surround seven sound. speakers. So ste- oh. I guess so. Stereo is two, mono is oh. one, and then seven point one is seven, yeah. and then a oh. and then a. Okay. Well, it's, isn't it now seven point two? I'm getting a bit of a lesson on tech talk tonight. Oh uh, well, I have a seven point four system, but seven point four. It's just, it just all the time. It just it? all that does yeah. is double. I get all my technology noise. Uh, yeah, four times. But you can get custom here, surround yeah. kits with actually have dedicated bass channels for each speaker. Did they release like Thriller or History or something in seven point one? I'm just going to the possibly. Very yeah, some Michael Jackson was pretty big on sound quality. He, he possibly would have done that in sound separation. No, no, just like I'm doing really high quality, you know, productions. Well, you know, yeah, but in um, his, you know. Exploring that avenue of mm. splintering the sound in that way. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. Uh, that's a loaded term. But yeah, I mean, so many, so few people do it. It's like sometimes they just they record the music and then they hire someone to do the mix for them. So it's down to that mixer how, what he can do. But if they don't record with that in mind originally, then it, it's not. how do they record for seven point one? Do they have to have seven microphones recording the same thing? Yeah, well, I guess it's what you're trying to do. You can create something completely artificial. In your oh, brain. so you get one microphone yeah. recorded seven times, and you put like you fiddle with the knobs yeah, to make it sound different. It, and basically, you got a little joystick. It's like I'm here, and I'm just gonna make the sound go whoosh around your head, or 
and you uh, can completely design it from scratch. Or you might want to recreate what it sounds like live. So you want to put, uh, you want to record it so that what what if what do, what would it sound like if I was sitting right in the middle of the band as they're playing around me? And so you try and recreate uh, okay. the effect by actually using real microphones and recording. So yeah, the, the drums come yeah. from behind and the guitars from yeah. up front. Because I'm um, when yeah, I was so in when cool. I was in swing band. Uh, in you know year eight and year nine, man, there was nothing like it. They're playing Louis, Louis, Louis around you, and the whole band's there. It was the most rocking thing ever, and they got the cowbell going. Bum, bum. It was something I'll never, you know. The closest I have is I do buy surround sound DVDs every now and then, and just trying to put myself in there, you know. Um, I think like I still can't get over how good stereo sounds when you got headphones on. It's awesome. Yeah, it does sound it, pretty awesome. I love just getting immersed in the. Yeah, really good track. Can you buy 7.1 surround sound headphones that have got, like, seven speakers? Like, No, well, I've got these. Um, well, these aren't there. These are... I bought a set so that I could... Uh, <laughs> can play games late night without disturbing Hugh. And oh, these are just James. normal headphones. Um, That's so nice. But what it does is that it uses Dolby headphone, which uh, pumps... It takes you import the 5.1 video and the chip inside the controller simulate uh, works it out and calculates so that it pushes it all out to speakers so it's virtually surround surround but just by using because we don't have five ears so yeah. in theory you can virtually Speak recreate uh, 5.1 in just two speakers so you're telling me but there stereo are... is like the limit of our kind of the ability of yeah, our bodies but you, to consume any sort of sound. It still doesn't work perfectly. Like, um, you can get confused between sound that's coming from behind you and something that's right in front of you sometimes. Mm. With the, I found that in using these with gaming. But, uh, I mean, I li- playing uh, Uncharted 3 plays... Um, uses uncompressed 7.1 surround sound and just feels you just like feel like you're living in this world like it just immerses you in it um but you can get uh <laughs> you can get headphones that literally do have you know f- five seven or seven speakers in you know spread around you so i just i'm just looking at something here on facebook um someone's saying <clears throat> someone's talking about the iron lady the latest film by meryl street yeah. the oh, oh the trailer is pretty oh. good teaser trailer I, I just saw a brief... I didn't even recognise I'm Unbelievable. I didn't mm. either. She's amazing, isn't she? Meryl Streep. I mean, that's... She's just... The Iron Ladies. You know, the... Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. And do they have the Tin Pot General as well? Uh, but I just have you seen the trailer? For, have you seen the teaser trailer? No, I'm about to pull it up. I uh. just thought she was she was amazing and she just... Oh, just I, like, I, like you say, I didn't recognise her at all. Mm. And her, she's just amazing. Yeah. She was if wrong. it wasn't like this is Meryl Streep's next movie, I wouldn't. They wouldn't even know. Meryl so. Streep's just yeah. unstoppable. She's oh, like yeah. the greatest actress ever. Oh, mm. big time. Um, would you rather? Would you rather your daughter had no friends or was a slut? <laughs> slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, whatever. Yeah, probably. Well, you're slut. not going to be happy if you've yeah, got no friends. That's true. And there's yep. nothing wrong with sleeping with lots of people. So. Yeah. Slut. There's nothing wrong with having no friend. Oh, I suppose there is. Yeah, slut. yeah, there you is because you're unhappy. Yep. Not be. Oh yeah, I suppose. Slut. Yep. Had no friends. Oh, what's the slut? Right. 
You have a daughter, don't you? I do. It's a bit more... You don't have to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have daughters. We can say whatever we want. What about your son, Campbell? Would you prefer him to be a slut? So, what would you... I'd rather him be a slut than have no friends and be miserable. (laughs) How tragic would that be? Would you rather die painlessly but completely alone or die in pain but surrounded by everyone you love? Ooh. No. Oh. Well, wait, wait, to what extent? How much pain? How alone? The worst pain you've ever experienced. How alone? Completely alone. But do you mean like, all right, guys, I'm going to go into the next room and die. I'll see you later. And then, like, go into the next room and die. No, as in all your family's dead and you're, you're in, you've got, you know, you're in your house and you're living with your pension and no one discovers your body for like three months until someone turned up to check oh. the power bill or something. This is an unusual question, isn't it? I think that's the point that they're trying to make it tough. Some of them are a bit too easy, though. <laughs> I think that's the... T- well, all the others, I think we've answered quite easily. Yeah, this is... This is probably trickier. I've, I've, I've been in quite painful situations and it's not fun. Hmm. How many broke your leg? And when I broke both my arms, yeah. <laughs> you broke both your arms at the same yeah. time? No, no, no separately. Okay. But okay. So, three separate breaking okay. Does that really hurt, at getting something broken? Like, yeah. really, really hurt? Yeah, yeah. it does. I got a thing by B, that really hurt. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, what, what are you saying? The question is someone that's... Somebody, say someone's dying a very painful this death. This is you. Would you rather... Yeah, yeah. Die painlessly no, you, but completely alone, or die painfully but surrounded by yeah, everyone but you, you love. Was, but you were, your analysis of that, you just made analysis, didn't you, of it? Of uh, about bee stings <laughs> being the worst pain. <laughs> you know? No, you said the point they're trying to make of it. I know, I'm, I was saying that they're, they're trying to make tough questions for you to answer, although we've answered them all really easily up until this one. Um, I think I'd rather be in... Oh, it'd be distressing for other people to see me in that amount of pain. Hmm. Um, I'm just thinking, do you have friends and they're just not there? That's what I'm wondering. That's the, that's the, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, did you go on a holiday to Spain by yourself and then like fall down a cliff? No, no, no. It has to be like, yeah, you've run out of friends. Like they're all, you're the last one of all your friends to be alive and your, your family's abandoned you. Yeah, none of the above. Is that an option? Um, probably, look. Oh, but it would suck for everyone else to see me in that much yeah. pain. But I'd probably try to reassure them. Have you ever guys okay. been felt really alone? Yeah. Yep, I think everyone has. So you think that what do you think it would be anything like what that feeling of aloneness would be when you've got nobody? Absolutely no one. To give us stuff about you. I think it would be worse than you that. You could though. probably cope with it better if you had people you loved there, you'd be like Ooh. But it's a painless death. So it'd just be the psychological oh, okay. fear of death. Yeah. So it's a yeah. painless death all by yourself, or the the most excruciatingly painful death, but surrounded by people you love. But I wouldn't want my you people know, to see that. You mm. know what? If you're in, if you're in if you're in the excruciating pain and dying, mm. you only want the closest people to you there mm. in your that, in your life. The closest people, because in that situation, you don't want other people around. Yeah, mm. you're right. Only mm. people that you really, really connect with. Mm. Which is probably only a, only a handful. Mm. Yeah, when you're on that in that, I would say in that moment. You guys expensive. hear about Steve Jobs' last words? 
Yes, I did. Is it true, or is this just like a Messiah sort of? Oh well, it was written by his sister. Yeah, yeah. No, she I may have made it, it up though. But what was his last words? Uh, well, he was surrounded by everyone he loved, and he sort of who's this tuned out and sort of went, "Oh wow, Steve Jobs. Oh wow, oh wow." Oh yeah, I heard about that. And then he died. Oh wow, I put. And everyone's like saying, oh, wow, he's so happy to be dying with all his family around. Or, oh, wow, it's so painful. <laughs> no, I, you know. Or, oh, wow, he's seen the light. You know? He's seen it. He's off. Yeah, he's yeah. off. He's going. That's what I imagine. Mm. Well, they, they say... But I don't think it's that, because I don't think he died straight away. That was his, just his last words, like, you know, he just stopped talking for the last hour before he But they say there's a crossover, isn't there? It's before you die. Well, how does there's a crossover. Know? No, but they say people have you know, had right. near-death experience and they've come back. Yeah, well, supposedly... You know, people have come back from actually... Mm. They've been revived and that. Yeah. They say it's a, it's a, a, a beautiful... That in-between is the most peaceful Yeah, well, the, the diaptitrate gets... Your body starts... When it thinks it's dying, it starts ejecting this uh, ceremony called diptitrate. Oh, right. And, mm. and if you... Can, you can harvest it from plants and apparently if you inject it into yourself as let's take it like a drug, it's like the most awesome drug ever. But you have the most craziest things, and they they've tested a few people when they're dying, and they they see higher levels than normal, and they think the body is purposely going, oh, you're you're probably going to die, so I'm going to start things. I assume that those people who thought they were dying but they were revived, the body was still injecting the same, and maybe that drug is feel good drug. I can't remember what it's called. DMT, I think it's the short name. Um. So sort of, I mean, I think. I mean, I, I'm a fair much of, sort of, in theory, a bit of a loner. You are. So, like, give me yeah. give me a few podcasts and, you know, vodka, I wouldn't be alone. But then if you take yeah. the podcast away from me, I'd be like... <sighs> okay. <laughs> That's what happens when I write a podcast listen to it. Like, so, um... Hmm. I mean, I like my own company. Hmm. I have no problem with my own company. How about you guys? Yeah, I'm fine by myself. Yeah, yeah, so am I. I mean, I like company. Yeah. I like company, and and I, I like particular, you know, friends and yeah, yeah. like everyone else. But I have no problem doing my own thing and having my own space. Hmm. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people can't handle being on their own. It freaks them out. Mm. That's what I wonder if you if you realise horrible that you're to that be like that, wouldn't it? In that situation where mm. it's not just you're, you're just away from people, love that you everyone else is gone, that you would. Ex- it would hit you so much harder, like, boom. If everyone was gone, you're on your own. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. It must be... Mm. It's all right to be on your own when you know, you know... But there are people out there that, have, that, do, that do have mm. no one, don't they? Mm. Oh, yeah. They die knowing nobody in their last years. Yeah, yeah. Family's mm. gone, all the friends have gone. You always hear those horror stories of, you know... 76-year-old so-and-so was found in his, in his house and they believe the body had been there for six months So no something. one actually... Nobody, nobody cares. No one. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty amazing. But that's what we do to our people. That's what we do to old people now. That, you know, we've so we've become so splintered and so all about the individual and about you know, selfish, our own homes. Selfish, and, self-centered And there's stuff. no role for people as they... Um, Enter old age in our society. Put, you them, know? In, mm. put them in old folks' homes. Yeah. Forget about them. Go and visit them once every couple of months. Yeah, they're told to retire, and bec- and retire from what? And then well, there's nothing know, for them to take part in. But you know it's something? Just a terrible. I I think um, it's it's 
the way you've been programmed. Like my mum is eighty-two this year, mm. and my dad's gone, and you know, blah blah blah. But mum, mum and dad gave us a lot of love, so we've had you know we've had a lovely family environment. So you give that back, and like my mum's eighty-two, and there's four kids in the family, and we're there for mum, mm. and we want to be there for mum. You know, all the time. We I ring mum every day. Mm. Just to let her know that we do think of it, but so you, you, she's getting back what she's given us, mm. you know. Yeah. So those people that have been on that die on their own, there's a reason for it, I reckon. Yeah. Unless unless they've had their whole family wiped out and they've had bad luck, yeah. And they've got no friends, but you know what I mean. You sort of get back, you get what, back you, what you put in, what yeah. you get, out, mm. yeah, what you put in, basically. What you give out, you get back. Yeah, I mean, there's a big to be completely alone like that. I mean, there are. I suppose normally, there's things, there's social events for old yeah. you know, persons to get together. But and I suppose, I, I, I mean, mean, if your family no, I don't know. come near you when you're 80 years of age, there's a reason for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But I even mean, if you don't have family, I mean, if you're completely alone, part of it is by choice. Either you're kind of depressed or... Oh, okay. There are things that you yeah. could go and do if yeah. you so chose to do it. Mm. You could be involved in something. Yeah, that's true. It might be hard work to get to know people or whatever, you know. Mm. Okay, so okay, right, we we have a high school reunion. Um I was thinking for okay, this is my spontaneous idea for who's a hottie now. Have you guys seen Fast Times at Regiment High? No. Um <laughs> Yes, I think I have. Okay. Um well, there's, do you want to discuss it, or do you want to watch it and then get it back to us, Camel? I don't mind. I've I've seen the scene in question. I just haven't seen the film. Um, because there's two girls in that. One played by Jennifer Jason Lee, and there is one played by Phoebe Cates. So this, mm, I like her. Who's that? Uh, I I think it might be Jennifer Jason Lee. She's this host. is Jennifer. This is, Searching for foes back then. This is her in the movie for Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. These are not the naked photos. These are just the. <laughs> we want the naked photos. Yeah, James. Why are you giving us? This? God, James. How uh, are we supposed to figure this out? And this is Phoebe Cates. One time. Yeah. Yep. Now, who's okay. the hottie now, though? That's the question. Do you guys have any? Who do you think was hotter back? Well, then? I'm just guessing. You know, you know, you have to show me photos, don't you? That's how. No, it works. but tell us what you thought. Initial impressions of then in that movie. I showed you the pictures of them in the movie. <laughs> so we can. Well, the first one was, I guess, she's supposed to be the frumpy friend that everyone overlooks, yeah. and the second one's just like the knockout hottie mm-hmm. who everyone's obsessed with. I reckon the first one will be the hottie. I'm guessing there's going to be a big bait and switch here, and the frumpy one's going to turn out to be the real hottie. She'll take the she'll take the glasses off. Yep. Let her hair down. It'll be on like Donkey Kong. Oh, good. Are you guys ready? I I I I've, Drum I, roll, I please. still like Jennifer Jason Lee better back then. Back then or now? Back then. As in in Fast Times. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought Jennifer Jason Lee was hotter. Mm-hmm. Okay, show us the reveal. Okay, this is Jennifer Jason Lee on her IMDb page now. Is she the one that is the hottie or not the hottie? She's the frumpy. The frump of dump. Okay. Yep. Yeah, she's well, she's pretty cute. Yeah. And now you're going to show me a picture of the elephant man. <laughs> and be like, zing. That's Phoebe Case now. Well, this is our IMD page. 
IMDb. Oh, yeah. Well, well I think that's a bad photo. Though. Pretty attractive. I, don't I saw her in a movie that, recently. That is she's a... still pretty hot. She's doable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, we don't take such a crass yeah, attitude oh, on you're this You're new show. here, yeah. so we'll let that slide. We try to, you know... This is a classy show <laughs> and a classy segment. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we try to do sexist things like who's the hottie now, but we try to do them classy. politically correct way. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, this is my first time. The doable lady right. sections are different I'm sections. Just, yeah. I'm just tuning in here. That's all right. You'll get... You'll get but I, w- I can understand why you would judge us <laughs> that that's what you're trying us to get us to talk about. <laughs> but uh, Je- Phoebe Cates is uh, married to Kevin Klein, I think. Yeah. Is she with him? She, she looks amazing are they when together? you put her <laughs> next, next to him. him. Are they together? I think so, yeah. She really? looks incredible yeah. now. Lucky bastard. Um, She's cute. No, I think that detracts. No, for um, me, I'm just like, wow. Nah, she- I prefer the first one. Like, totally do her. Not that that's what I'm about. So oh, Jennifer Harry. Personally. You're not meant to say that, Harry. I've got no, told for God, God, you know better, Harry. I thought you could say whatever you like in this show. <laughs> I was wrong. You can. You can. <laughs> so that's Who's the Hottie Now for this week. And that about wraps us up. Oh, it's almost 11. It's yeah. almost 11. We're coming to a close. Um, Campbell, when can we... Where can we find you on the You can internet? find me at CampbellWhite.com or on my Twitter feed. Twitter.com slash CampbellWhite. Yeah. So, Harry? You can find me on Instagram. <gasps> Harry <gasps> underscore yeah. Harry underscore yeah. yeah. Y-E-A-H. How about you, Steve? Where can they find me? Yeah. We well, can Google Steve Hoot and find your show reel. Oh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you will accept your fans, random fans... No. No. So don't look him up. <laughs> don't look him up on Facebook. Uh, yeah, you just have to Google him and check out your stuff they that's on YouTube. They can find me on the racetrack at Barbie Got a Race. All right, Sunday. Oh, that's like the best one we've ever had. Everyone else is so nerdy. Yeah. You can you find me burning <laughs> yeah, rubber on the racetrack. Yeah. Through $300 tyres. That's it. Uh, that I'm James, the a.k.a. The Guy Called Tom. You've been listening to the Fang Around podcast. Bubba. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Brown. Brown.